0: This weird aberration society
1: Welcome back to Mutual Aberration Society. Um I'm Ryan, uh and today I have on a uh, return guest, the one and only uh David Simmons, uh author of The Ghost of East Baltimore and now the Ghost of West Baltimore. Last time you were on, it wasn't out. Now it's out. Uh, what's good, David?
2: Man, thanks for having me back, man. It's uh, good to talk to you. I mean, we talk all the time, but it's good to see you since VoidCon. Yeah, last yeah.
1: yeah, we actually was able to chop it up at VoidCon in person down mm-hmm. in... Uh, oh, fuck, where's that? What's what is that? Hunting. Huntington. I was about to say about to say something else. Huntington, West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh Evan and all the all the Void people uh, the Void Collective. Uh yeah. That was a that was a dope yeah. dopey little uh first con. Um so if y'all don't know, y'all need to come to the next one.
2: Yeah, remember
1: uh early plug, <laughs> free plug for uh but yeah, uh we're going to be talking about as always a movie um surprise surprise uh and that movie is actually uh, a, a new movie uh, a 2023 release on Shutter called When Evil Lurks uh and it's directed by uh Damien Rugna. now the reason i'm talking about this movie uh is because of well because of David <laughs> <laughs> uh David had hit me up and asked me about this movie um and i had <laughs> saw i had saw it I forget where I saw that maybe I was just going through might've been on shutter um, because it is on shutter and I had saw it, I looked at it, but then when you mentioned it and you had, you had mentioned that you had sort of like some uh, mixed feelings about it. Um, yeah. And you was like, yo, and you put it on my radar and I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna circle back with you uh, after I check it out. And I did. And I'm glad I did. Uh, first, uh, let me say, this movie reminded me a lot of Terrified, um, which is the same director. Uh, even though it's a different movie, and there's some things that you've pointed out that like I wasn't even uh, paying attention to upon when, when, when watching it, there's some, a little bit of an overlap there. But I just meant in terms of like the way that the movie kind of plays with expectations and constantly sort of like goes... Every time you think it's going to go one way, it intentionally doesn't like, you know what I mean? Um, right. So, yeah, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and I'll do what I always do, which is read the synopsis for this movie. And then uh, we can talk a little bit more in depth about it. So. Here we go. It says there's no point in praying. Residents of a small rural town discover that a demon is about to be born among them. They desperately try to escape before the evil is born, but it may be too late. Okay, that is super vague. That doesn't tell you shit about the movie. <laughs> At all. At all. But uh we me and David will try to explain kind of what the fuck this movie is. Um where do where do, where do we start, David? Like uh fuck man. It kind of st- it kind of opens in this uh rural uh village kind of town in the middle of Argentina somewhere. Um People, obviously, everyone's speaking Spanish. Um, this could be any kind of town. Honestly, uh, there's not much about it when it opens that gives you a sense of the era or the time even initially, right? Like, because right. it's, it's out in the middle of like, you know, farmland. And and then like, we have these two brother characters that were immediately introduced to. Uh, they come across a body. But even even calling it a body kind of like not even really it's not a body it's a body that's in pieces it's it's right. the remnants of a human being that's been completely okay. slaughtered um we don't have any kind of context for what the hell is happening um and then at that point I believe and correct me if I'm wrong David um one of the villagers are one of the people in this small rural kind of close-knit town uh I'm I, correct me if I'm wrong right but mm-hmm. they they go to this house where someone is sick but I'm trying to remember and piece back together who was it that approached them to go to the house
2: do you remember so my I thought what it was is the landowner mm-hmm. dude the dude who owns the land because mm-hmm. And if anybody who listens and watches this episode wants to chime mm-hmm. in and correct us on it on any of this, that's what's up. But what right. I got mm-hmm. from it was um this this man owns this land and, and these other people work or rent property on mm-hmm. that land. Right um and and this man is very upset that this possessed or sick person is on the land right. like and and if I might just add um where I noticed the movie took a change and wasn't just some weird possession movie and in the mm-hmm. beginning when I noticed it was different is the landowner responds to the possession like oh nah bro we can't have a, one of these in our neighborhood we don't be doing that that's in the city and mm-hmm. I was like wait what and I ran I paused <laughs> and I said what you mean not not like What's that shit? Mm. Or What, what do we do? He had known about it already. He was like, that's that city folk shit. We don't deal with that out here. It's safe out here. So I thought it was him. I thought the issue was that he was going to kill the dude who was possessed. And the brothers were like, no, we can stop it. But maybe I'm mixing like because you're not supposed to kill it. If you kill it it causes a problem.
1: Right. And and we'll get yeah. we'll get into that cuz there's a lot of specific rules, rules. that yeah. they lay out for you. And the way that they do it is kind of they don't they don't kind of set it up at all at first cuz you don't even really get the rules until like you're well within sort of right. the movie's already, you know, shit is already happening. And right. and the person who gives the rules is actually the 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 main character's mother. Um, In the car. In the car,
2: right. (laughs) So, you know, I know we're going to get to that, but I want you to notice it before I forget that moments like that Mm -hmm. are why I have mixed feelings about the movie. Mm -hmm. Because I thoroughly enjoyed myself. But come on, you're a writer, bro. You're Mm -hmm. a a screenwriter, bro. That wasn't good writing. Mm -hmm. To do exposition of the whole movie in three minutes flat, like in a car ride. Yeah, but,
1: I was I I I forgave it just because it was so good. good. <laughs> no, but but yeah, but like everything about it was so like unorthodox. Like even that like it's an exposition dump in the middle of the movie. Um right. but the way that they did it was like it it's so different from what I'm used to seeing that I kind of like let it go. I was like, "Oh, well, at least they didn't do it the exa- the exact okay. the exact kind of way that you would typically see it done even though it kind of still is an exposition dump. They still are sort of like laying the rules out for you. But it's one of those weird, it's one of these movies where it's like, I mean, I don't know, like it, they could have, they could have not said any of that shit at all, really. I mean, right. um, and let us just sort of like piece it together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, like they can't, somebody understands what the hell is going on, which there's only one character that actually really does. Uh, but, but you know what I mean? The rest of us don't. And that's fine cuz it kind of puts us in the shoes of 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 these brothers, you know, Pedro and I think it's it's and Jaime, right? Right. So like these two brothers are the ones who are kind of trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. They kind of have an idea a little bit cuz they kind of right. know. But um the way the movie like 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 we've already kind of went went over is once we once we're introduced to like something is something killed somebody and there's a malevolent or a malevolent force in this rural remote village that's fucking up everything potentially right, right? like right. the animals are reacting to it like there's already been a death and then our brothers go to see this person who's sick right, right. and it's this like it's like she's like a migrant worker who's slaying on the land much right. like, much like the brothers uh right. and she has two sons apparently one's older and well, not no, it's not even once. Her son, the older one, who's sick, and then there's this kid, who is 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 it his brother? I wasn't quite certain if it was his brother or not. I
2: wasn't for sure, but I I, thought, I assumed it was he
1: the brother. Like like he acted like he was his brother. You know what I mean? So so they go, you're like at first this is when the movie really like you already get that um, immediate opening with like again us uh, seeing this like body that's been slaughtered by something we don't know what. And we yeah. still, don't, and when the movie's over, you kind of still don't know. I mean, you kind of, you know what I mean? You kind of do, but you kind of don't. And that's not really, it doesn't really fucking matter. We're rocking with it. Anyway, no. right? Like, you know, no. so we already in. So fuck it. So we get to that point. But when the brothers actually go into this house and see this sick man, which they call, I like, I like that they call the possessed the rotten. Like, yeah, I like, I like that. It was like he's, he's rotten. He's the rotten. And, and they're like, "What the fuck?" But when you see him, uh, my dude does look literally rotten. He looks like seven. He looks like a boiled, a boiled fucking potato. Like he looks fucked up, bro. Like yeah, yeah like to he's me, like
2: seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, to me, he was like the gluttony. Yeah, uh, gluttony. The, the
1: guy you seven. just seen seven. Yeah, the big fat. <laughs> kind of looks like brandon fraser in the whale
2: <laughs> yes he does don't get me started on the best movie ever made though yeah, but yeah. yo, yo, you're right and and to to what you said i like the terminology once again of the rotten because it's when you're like wait a second is this a possession or an illness right right you feel it? and and i think the point is is that it's both like in, in this world, in this universe, this movies and like possession is a sickness. You feel yeah. me? With, like with rules and shit.
1: And, and I, what I didn't point out is is when I was saying how the movie opens, I'm I recalling like it starts at night, actually. Right. And the brothers are in the in their house and they hear a gunshot. Wow. Right. And the other brother's like, Yo, it was a sh- shot. And he's like, no, it was a revolver. Like that wasn't like a regular rifle. So then, like that's when they go out to investigate. Remember, right. he, like he goes out, he grabs his shotgun, and they go investigate. That's when they come across that gotcha. fucking body, which kicks off the whole the whole story. And the plot just sort of moves; it kind of moves pretty fast. It moves because it, it, it goes from them discovering the, the the guy who they knew who it was. Weirdly enough, I mean, I, I guess it's a tight knit community, right? So
2: everybody kind I think of knows. all that dude's land. I think I think it's mm-hmm. I think he like owns acres of farmland, right. and right. I think. People. because you're, you're right because they're one
1: guy who's like i guess owns the rest of the land like yeah. he has a pregnant wife uh he, he again like some of this some of this shit i could say when i watch a movie, i, I watch a lot of uh foreign films and i watch a lot of subtitle films so i'm kind of used to it but there is some sort of like uh stuff that gets like you miss shit in ways when you're reading subtitles sometimes like I feel like sometimes, like I'll watch a movie like this, and like I'm so focused on like the language sometimes, or I'm like reading it, and I'm like kind of like focusing on that and looking at the screen, and then like something will just go by, and I have to like the movie will progress, and then I'll catch it like, oh yeah, I remember that back. So it's like one of those things where where I'm like pe- like again, I I can speak a little Spanish, so this isn't like a- that crazy, like you know what I'm saying. So some of it I'm like I don't even need the subtitles for a little bit of it. Uh, but I'm I'm also kind of like yeah what the fuck did he just say like and I know I noticed this too I know like um when I because I do know some and this is Argentinian people right, uh, right. like the way they speak in some of that Spanish is different but it's like oh I know what that means but like I look at the subtitle I'm like that's kind of it's kind of off but kind of right at the same time um, so there's a lot of that for me watching this movie um, I don't know about you but like for me I was like I felt like. The subtitles for me, even though you can watch this movie probably with the sound off, like for real, for real, like it ain't mm-hmm. really that crucial, except when they're giving you like the exposition, the exposition right. dump about like what right. you can and can't do. Uh, but when they come across this body, that's literally like, I don't even know if they find that they found the whole body. Right. Like, right. I, I think even the, I think uh, even Pedro is he like says he thinks it's a Arjame. He thinks it's like a, a puma or some shit,
0: mm-hmm. but dude's mm-hmm.
1: like, ain't no fucking way that a Puma did this dog. It's like, a, right. it's like the bottom of his torso with like fucking like intestines mm-hmm. hanging out of it and shit, right? And and like Pedro is kind of like, nah, Pedro's hit immediately, right, immediately Pedro is the one who's clocking like all this shit is something, right? Because once they, once they encounter this dude, like uh, once they get past the body and they encounter the, the, the possessed guy, right? Pedro's immediately like, yo, we need to just fucking leave. Like, yeah, you know yeah. like, like fuck everything we got going here. It's, right. we gotta like pack our shit and go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which is ultimately the smartest thing. And another thing, um, you know what? I'm glad I'm talking. I I I I know that this is a very people that listen to this podcast already know it's non is non-linear as fuck, and I'm all right. over the place. But David, before we start recording you were talking to me about uh because you had watched terrified right after right after and you made the connection about the the uh, that the the whatever that device, the device right?
2: that gold device they
1: come across the device in the beginning do they so remember when the bodies they're fucked up remember when pedro leans down he's got this open and all those pieces to the device and he's like looking at it he like so the device appears in the yeah. very beginning too like, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So apparently, well, now that I'm thinking about it, because this dead guy, right? Um, I guess I, is his name Ru- Ruiz. I think they say his name is Ruiz. So yeah, like Ruiz. Our, our, our Ruiz is the guy who doesn't That's he's, the the land guy. he's the landowner guy, and they're like, yeah. he doesn't like us and all this shit because they want to go to Ruiz, right? But he yeah. finds he finds this guy, but then he finds that that device out of, in his case open, and he has like a fucking, it's like a, a binder, or not even a binder, it's like a book of some kind. You know what I'm saying? And it's, again, what we discover is that like this device is used by a certain like these people who are, I guess you want to call them cleaners. Like we yeah. discover they're called cleaners or whatever. Yeah. So apparently this dude was trying to do some cleaning and got killed. Like now that I'm thinking oh, about that, it.
2: You're no, you're absolutely right. That's what sorry. Now I remember the mm-hmm. whole situation. That dude had arrived in town mm-hmm. from the city. To take care of the rotten, yeah. Somehow got murked by something that we don't ever find out what it was. What well, it
1: was, right? And it's just it's complete. Right. It's com- It's completely presented to us as like they don't tell us anything. Just other than At like that's, that's how it's So we kind of just fall it, again. The story starts like I like stories that kind of do that. Just drop you right into it. Me too.
2: Kinda, but that's why we yeah. we talking about it in this mm. order too, because we mm. just realizing that. They hit us with it in the beginning. And just like in Terrified, when they show up with it, Mm -hmm. these people, and honestly, Terrified took place in a much more urban area. It was in like a little town, but it was like Mm houses. I feel like that's the city that Mm -hmm. Ruiz and them was talking about. When they was like, this type of shit don't happen around here, and Mm -hmm. that happened in the city. That's probably what they were talking about. Yeah,
1: it's definitely a shared universe connected thing with with the, hey, with the filmmaker for sure. Now that in the morning-
2: show up with them devices and shit, you're yeah. right. That was a cleaner. He got fucked up and now they had to leave the town.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so they literally are like, he finds that binder and it's like a map. And then like they they basically he puts two and two together and it leads him to that house with the woman. That's it. Right. You remember? So and that's when they asking her like, yo, because she hired him. Because she remember she hired the cleaner. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So yeah. this woman who has her her who her son is 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 basically possessed. She has called this cleaner in, but obviously he wasn't able to get the job done.
2: Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, and, and my understanding mm. too is she she called this cleaner in. That does not mean her son is going to be saved. Right. He's gonna right. be put out of his misery. Right. And the rest of the village is not gonna be infected right. as a byproduct. Cause but they but they need that device to do it correctly. Right. And even and even,
1: it, and even when is. Pedro, even when Pedro walks up to the woman because she comes out of the house, she he's asking her questions, like, yo, and she's like, she's he's asking her about the guy, basically, mm. that they found. And she's like, I'm yeah. waiting, I'm waiting on him to return for him to deal with my son. Like, you know what I'm saying? So at that point, they're like, yo, like. You know he knows who his son is, right? He's like he, he right. says his names like Uriel, Uriel, right? And she says he has to kill my son, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's like literally like he has to kill Ariel or Ariel or whatever. And that's when they're like, yo, what the fuck is you talking like? And that's when they go in, and then we see him for the first time, right?
2: right. So he's suffering. He's
1: yeah. suffering is like <laughs> right. right. He's down like there's down bad, and then there's what, yeah. it's like he is. Again, like, the the makeup in this movie is great. I think the makeup, yeah. the makeup in Terrified was pretty was pretty good, too. So this is, like, not, not really that surprising that the makeup is so good uh, mm-hmm. in this. But, like, the way he looks is so disgusting, right? Like, and apparently we find out, like, you know, that, like, he's been there for a year. Like, that's another thing that they find out when they're talking to the family and shit. Like, how, like, you know, like, they tried to heal him, but they couldn't you know what i'm saying and then she said all these other things like she lit a candle and that's when he says like the churches are dead which is another thing that comes back later in the movie this concept of the churches are dead and like you know she's just like he's got like fucking like pus and slime coming out of his yeah. mouth and shit is disgusting bro like she's like trying to like wipe him off you know what i'm saying but like and he looks like he's boiling alive he looks right, like literally he's- he looks like he looks like I don't know, like again, like yeah. he, looks, he looks like the guy from seven, but like even even more fucked up in some somehow possible, somehow possible. Yeah. But but he's really fucked up. And that's when he's like, yo, well, well, who did you tell about this? And that's when they go to see the fucking cops. And yeah. now another thing I appreciated about this is like there's nobody that wants to help <laughs> you know saying what I'm because no. because once they get to the cops right and they like trying to ask the cop like trying to tell the cops like yo like pedro's immediately like yo this dude is rotten like right. we need to get a cleaner and they're like that's not and, our job yeah like yeah like we ain't got shit to do with this like we,
2: <laughs> we yeah. don't give a fuck what's happening and pedro Bruh, either, like that reminded me so much of the police where I'm from, man. <laughs> like, that's exactly how they would be, too, bro. You show mm. up, be like, bro, there's a rotten. You need to take care of it. Mm. Police is crazy. They're going to be big as hell with big tattoos and all that. Dreads, gold, just like me. They're going to look at you and be like, what you want me to do about all it? Right. And,
1: even, <laughs> and, and when they get there, the funny thing is that they're like, yeah. immediately, they're like, yo, have you ever seen a rotten before? And he's like, so, so, so how do you even know if that's what it is? Like, you know, what I'm saying? like they like just trying to like gaslight him and be like, you know, how do you even know? Like, you know, right. Right? like, and like Pedro's like, nah, bro. Like, you know, one, when you see one, like it, it, yeah. like it's, he's fucked up, like, like his yeah. shit is fucked up. You got to see this motherfucker. Right. Yeah. And they just ain't trying to like, you know, yeah. he's like, yo, Ariel's dying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he basically calls him like a, like, uh, he says like a ball of pus. They even say like, yo, bring the mayor right right like trying to get him to call the mayor right right and like you know and i think i think that the the police chief is like once he's like he says some shit about he's basically like yo he doesn't he's telling pedro more or less like you know like i'm you're full of shit and like Mm -hmm. i have problems with you in the past which we kind of discovered right and he's like like yo don't give me a hard time but pedro's like nah he even like hems him up like you know what i'm saying like no fuck i don't care because he's on some like you know fuck the police for real <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're not helping shit anyway out here right so like you know and that's when pedro tells him like yo we found the cleaner dead you know what i'm saying so there's this whole concept in this world in this universe where they know about this the rotten and the cleaner okay. Um, so in a way in a way this is like a this is like a. This is the same universe as Terrifier, but it's like it's in a world where like people kind of know of these things.
2: Yeah, so you know one, what I'm That that was one thing that I really liked about this movie is it was not our universe in Argentina mm-hmm. with uh, possession. It was a whole different Earth universe in their version of Argentina, where in the world this shit happens. And not only does it happen, but the police don't want to deal with it when it does to the point where they try to gaslight the citizens into saying, oh, nah, that ain't really what it is. You (laughs) feel me? Which which to me, when when an authority figure tries to gaslight you into thinking that something doesn't even exist, that's when it has existed so much that it has become commonplace. You feel me?
1: Yeah, but you know what, too? It reminds me of... Uh, And it's realistic in that regard, because you remember when uh, there was that not that long ago, I think sometime in the year where there was like uh, people spotted some sort of like UFO. uh, Yes. And like the people said, like, yo, it crashed over here in my backyard and that they had the fucking body cam of the cop. Yeah. The cops came over there and they were like yo next time it happens don't call us like literally they was like we don't know what to do like what the fuck are we supposed to do if it's an alien <laughs> Like, like it's, right. and it's the same kind of shit where they're like yo like we know like we you know like this ain't this is out of our duty this right. isn't what we get paid to do <laughs> like <laughs> call a cleaner call one of them right, clean right right and he's basically like yeah like y'all gonna have to like uh we i think he even says like we we're just gonna call in like the fucking public health shit and then like wait for them to get here they take care of it so at that point like Pedro and them they're like fuck it so then they go see Ruiz right and, and Ruiz is like basically he's the guy who owns the most land yeah it's a little rural remote area like the majority yeah. of it is his we assume right yeah um, and he's like uh you know that's when he's talking about like they find the cleaner got killed and like you know, someone was trying to prevent the cleaner. Uh, I think Pedro says someone is tr- tried to prevent the cleaner t- from reaching Maria's place, which is where Euro is. And that's when the fucking Ruiz is like, "Well, you talk to the mayor." And the mayor, he's like, "Yeah, mayor ain't doing shit." Dog. Like, like you know what I'm saying? It's like, and basically Ruiz puts it together like, like, yo, they, like this is a whole conspiracy. He's like, this is is they don't want this to get out of here, like because right. it'll turn into a ghost town already. And also, they kind of want my land anyway, so they don't right. like. This is, this is a problem that they want to keep under wraps and hopefully we die so they can take my land type shit. Like, you right. know, he's, he's, thinking, he's thinking on that level, right?
2: Yeah, he's it's, upset, yeah.
1: Right, right. And so, so, we get the sense already, like, okay, like, there's nowhere for these guys to turn to. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they keep talking about these cleaners. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these cleaner people. And obviously, we've already encountered one who's dead. <laughs> like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't even get to see anything what happens, right? And so, like, Pedro's talking about arming himself. And that and then like Ruiz is like against what? Like you can't use weapons against this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, which is another thing we find out. We really do find out that like, like, yo, actually, that's the bad thing. You don't wanna you don't wanna use these kind of like, you know, human weapons against this shit. It only makes it worse. Uh, there's ways to fight it in there's very specific ways. And if you try to do these other ways, it's only gonna actually lead to your demise faster, you know, which is another right. uh interesting aspect to this. Um, I don't know, like, I know I I just finished, I just finished, uh, finished uh, B.R. Yeager's Negative Space. And uh, I, know, I know you're big on it. And like, uh, being that I like just finished it and watching this movie back to back, there was kind of like interesting kind of ideas that I saw like this idea of like, oh, the stuff that you think is gonna work is only gonna make this shit worse. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like the sort of solutions that like those kids have in this book, in that book, uh, Mm -hmm. like they can't fight what they're trying to fight in normal ways. Like, and in fact, any, any attempt at that only kind of like furthers their ultimate sort of like, um, right demise is yeah. this force that they don't understand like you know what I'm saying that like maybe some people again another another thing some people have more knowledge than other people in that like some people are more tapped in literally you know what I'm saying and in this mm-hmm. it's like oh you got a character that kind of knows more shit because she is a cleaner herself and like right. these other characters don't really know how to deal with this shit you know what right. I mean? like they're they're like basically you know fucking like so to get back on track not to sidetrack but to get back on the to 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 Fucking when evil lurks at this point, the, the moment that they talk to Reese, Reese decides, I'm going to go see Maria and I'm going to handle this. And he goes right in with a shotgun and like he's going right. to shoot Ariel or whatever. Right. right. And yeah. she's like, yo, like, stop. It'll take our souls if you do that. Like, you can't right. do it. You're going to make this worse. And he's literally like got the shotgun trained on him, right? And she's telling him like it has to be a professional. And he's like, yo, shut shut the fuck up. He literally points the shotgun at her, right? And then the little young boy, you know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, he's blaming them. He's like, y'all y'all contaminated everything. Once y'all came to my land, y'all fucked this up. Fuck you Right. And he's like, then he puts the gun back on Ariel and he's actually telling him to kill him because he knows this is going to help if he, he's going right. to kill him. He's like, he's trying to go to him. He's like, coward, kill me, kill me, please come on. Ruiz, kill me. He's like, kill me. But then he threatens him low key. Cause he's like, it isn't even low key. He's like, he's like, yo, the baby that's in your wife's stomach, you know, like I'm gonna possess the life growing inside her the moment you kill me. So go ahead. Like you'll be the first one I visit. Right. And at that <laughs> moment, you know what I'm saying? He's got the gun on him. And then like, we see the young, the young boy look and he, he clocks, like a little thirty-eight, like off to the side, and we and at that moment you think, oh shit, like he's gonna shoot him. That doesn't happen. Like literally, he ends up walking out right. and doesn't. I like that's another thing. I know when he when that moment happened, I was like, oh yeah, like this movie's gonna be um,
2: formulaic, but it, it just, wasn't.
1: It wasn't because every there's moments like that. That's that's the first moment. There's a series of moments like that where they set up, oh, this, and they do nothing. I love that shit like you know what i'm saying because you're used to like oh he's gonna shoot no that doesn't never happens he doesn't shoot him they showed a gun they show his eye am the gun but he never that never occurs that shit doesn't occur in fact it just goes back he's in the car by himself and then we see his wife come up to the truck and then we see the brothers come up to the truck and like you know what i'm saying it's the daytime now he's been sitting there thinking about this shit like and he's like i got a plan like you know what i'm saying like we got to take this motherfucker away like as far as we can get him like fuck we can't kill him well, we could definitely move his body and get it to far the fuck out of the town. Right. Which is like, they're right. like, you're going to move a fucking possessed motherfucker. Like, he's like, I-, I don't care. I'm gonna do it. Like, you know, and he puts right his on like, and he's like, you know, this is basically, he's like, yo, this is my land. I'm not going to let this happen. And like, even though his wife is like, definitely like, yo, what are you doing? And, and, and Pedro and Ahame are definitely like, bro. But he's like, yo, he's like, you got a fa- He even says, I think he says, like to uh, to Pedro, like, you got a family. I got a family. Like, you know, you're going to be like, we're just going to let this happen. Like, fuck that. We're going to let's do, you know what I'm saying? So they go in and they, again, funny moment because they got to move this dude. Right. right. <laughs> so at first, you're like, how the fuck are they going to move this dude? Like, because he's huge. Like, he yeah. just, literally cut out the crib almost. Like, he's that fat. Like, he's that disgusting. Mm-hmm. They got a little small shack kind of house and like, I think they, like, they use, like, the blanket to, like, their yeah. to, like, sort of, like, all three of them, like, but he's so right. fat that he ends up ripping, they get him out the house, but, like, rips through the sheet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they got to get another blanket and throw his big ass up in the back, in the back truck bed, right? And then
2: he falls out of it.
1: Right. And, and we never even really see him fall out either. That's the thing, like, which I liked. And also, like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, there's a moment. Like, first of all, (laughs) he stinks. I like that shit where they're like, they're trying to move him, but they're like, oh, he's fucking smells and he's got like pus and shit falling off him. So it's also like this weird, like, it's gross, but it's also like comedic in this moment. Right. right? Like, like, you know, they're like saying like, oh man, it's like, like, he's like, it's like full of shit. Like, that's one of them says that like, it's like shit everywhere. Cause I guess dude's just been shitting on himself. He can't move. You know what
2: I'm saying?
1: (laughs) They they take his nasty ass out and get him in this truck. Finally, after the whole, like,
2: that, that, that um that yeah. was a brief comedic moment.
1: Right, right, right. So it's like this movie's just yeah. like super serious. Like it's not super one of those moments. Scary. But like there are moments like of levity that are like kind of in right. in in certain moments, like in in an organic right. way. Like it's not like oh they stop for comedic to make a joke. You know what I'm saying? It was just like oh this is the opportunity. Like it, w- it would be nasty as fuck to move this big nasty motherfucker. So like you know what I'm saying? So once they get his big nasty ass up in there, right? And they they're driving and they're just like they're just driving down a fucking a rural road. Right. And like they don't even know where the fuck they're going. They don't even know, like how far to take him. But there is a cool moment, though, where like they're driving and like you see like a fucking like cow running next to the fucking truck. And, And it could be just like, oh, that's just a cow, like just running, you know. But it also it also made me think, too. But like, is it like or is it like the animals reacting to the fact that they got this motherfucker? in the, You know, right. the back of the, you know what I'm saying? That's one of those things where it's like it doesn't matter if that was intentional or not.
2: It, mm-hmm. it just kind
1: of like because this movie so. I don't know, like because this movie sets up this premise of this fucking possessed fucking thing, this that kind of affects the whole land. You have to look at everyone and everything in it as potentially being affected by it. Again, that's another thing that kind of like it. negative space shit that was in my head currently. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's affected by this thing. You know what I'm saying? Whether they know it or not. Um,
2: Speaking of negative space, mm-hmm. and I won't get too sidetracked on mm-hmm. that because I could end up turning this whole <laughs> show into a discussion. <laughs> especially since you've been reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing about this movie and one thing about negative space is they both create like... Um, their own lore and rules, and right. then just assume that you have to deal with it. Don't really, like, it just is what it is. Just like how we supposed to assume that those gold devices, the cleaners use somehow work and they're cleaners and that they're called rotten. It's like a negative space with the black strings yeah, and rituals. And then the fact that everybody in the town, there's a suicide epidemic, but nobody right. cares. right. So it's like in this town, rotten is just a thing, but it's like, oh yeah, we just something we deal with to the point where nobody wanna deal with it. So I think yeah. they similar in that way too.
1: Right. So this is just universe that is like completely similar, yeah. from our reality, but like in the existence but still yeah. reality. And then like, you know the smoking the the fucking the whirl, that drug that they right. use. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That like allows right. them to sort of uh connect, you know what I'm saying, with this fucking other side you know the negative space
2: so look what look what you just said you paused Mm -hmm. and you were like this other side because in both that book and in what evil lurks Mm -hmm. the rotten the black strings Mm -hmm. the other side Mm -hmm. we are never explicitly and thank goodness we not Mm -hmm. we are never explicitly told that it is a other side another dimension right. the afterlife the any of that it's it's not explained so both in both movie and book they can be whatever you want it to be i think
1: yeah. and this it, they both and also because it's possession right this is a possession mm-hmm. movie uh that already comes with a, a already all you got to know is introduce that to the average viewer and they kind of already know what that is so that right. so already kind of has a built in sort of like people like, oh, this is like some supernatural like mm-hmm. uh, they already have that in their brain. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're thinking like, oh, demons and like right. afterlife shit. But w- another thing that's related to that is is both in both that book and in this movie is that people black the actual ability to perceive these things mm-hmm. like these things intrude on their world you know what i'm saying they they intrude on reality and we don't possess the actual tools uh to 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 uh-huh. really perceive them we have to figure ways out of even engaging with these things like you know what i mean like even engaging with these entities engaging with these like outside forces that are like malevolent and we don't necessarily know their purpose but they have a purpose and they right. know what it is and by the time you figure it out it might be too late you know what i'm saying like it- because they have an intent. There's a, there's a reason why they're here. And it's like, that's a very similar thing. I guess it's a theme that you can find in a lot of horror shit anyways, but uh, but again, having read that back to back with watching this, I can't help but like draw, you know, um, strings. <laughs> uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, right. Right. so they go, where were we? Oh yeah, they take, they take him in a truck and they decide, they almost hit a little boy, right? Because yeah. they're talking. And they're like, oh shit, look, he looks up and he swerves the truck. They don't hit the boy. And we see in the rear view, like the little boys on a bike and he's like looking at them and he's kind of like, you know, yelling and they're like, all right, we didn't kill him. Thank God. And then they stop on the side of the road and they're like, they see this little, like it's just like a ditch. And they're like, we should just dump him off right here. Right. They're like, fuck it. We're going to dump him off. We don't even know where this is. We're going to dump him off here and leave him here. So they go to the back of the truck bed and he's gone. And they're immediately like, yo, like that kid when we swerved, he must have fell out. Like, you know what I'm saying? A kid we almost killed, like, you know, and then they're like, Well, well, um, I think Ruiz is like, well, how long ago was that? And I think Hame is like, that was like 20 minutes ago. Mm. And they're like, Well, do we want to drive back 20 minutes and load him in? And Ruiz is like, no fuck it. No. Nope. We done went far enough anyways. Wherever the fuck he at, it's not our fucking problem. Mm. Right. We're out. <laughs> and he closes the truck man, right. and they just like go back. And even, even like you could tell, like, when he says it that like pedro and his brother are kind of like i don't know about this shit but fuck. right, right. You know what I'm saying? like we're like we, we i guess so they so they go back to town having thought thinking like okay well it's taking care of itself in a way which of course obviously it, it has uh-uh. they just literally yeah, no. made it worse you know what i mean by like trying to do this shit so the brothers go back you know what i'm saying and it's one of those things where like the movie starts to this is where the movie takes the interesting turn at this point. Like, I mean, it was interesting up to this point, but it was mostly just a setup, right? Where it's like, right. you know, they're introducing us to this guy who's, you know, possessed or rotten and 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 sort of like, all of the people in this small area that know about it are freaking out. Like, oh no, like this is bad for us. Like, we gotta, right. we, we gotta do something about this, right? And we don't quite know uh, the extent of the trouble other than like, they have some kind of knowledge that like this demonic entity, this possessed thing only spreads, right? It only spreads and causes more like, like a plague, like causes a more dread, more death, more fucking like pain and suffering for, for everyone that's, you know, it encounters. So the brothers are just back at the crib, just like it's nighttime. And you're just like at this point in the movie, I'm just kind of wondering, OK, like I know this shit ain't over. Where is this going to go? You know what I mean? <laughs> like like I don't know how you felt at this point in the movie, but I was locked in. But I was also like interested just on the fact that like this isn't a, like you like you said, like when you were saying like, oh, the set the way they do the, the rules, which are seven rules. It's like, yeah. you know, like it's kind of like because the storytelling is so like, no, I'll just, I'll just say this. It's it's not. It's not, it's not like you're one, two, three, you know, like. Right. Do
2: you, would you say, would you say it's kind of like how, uh, in Jaeger's collection, burn you the fuck alive, how right. he puts the table of contents after the fifth story?
1: glad you brought that up. So, um, I read that too. I took that as what he did was he actually, he actually took from the movies
2: yes yeah. so, he, so, he did,
1: so he took his bruh, collection and he started his collection like it was a movie yeah. so it's like it's the opening and
2: then it's like boom right. title and then it's like I man, don't, it was I so unorthodox it's so unorthodox Yo, you're right it's right. so unorthodox but yeah. it's you're right it's just like the movies i for <laughs> i hate to do this because i always bring this movie up but it was from this movie you know the movie mandy yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, do you yeah. remember when it does that? It goes in the Shadow Mountains and then it just da da, and it does like the uh, children in the new dawn and like all of it, like and then you halfway through the movie and it finally says Mandy, right? Yeah, yeah. that was a movie just that, like that. And yeah, that's what, a
1: movie technique that he used in novel. I thought was cool. In I a never, novel? I've never seen it done that way, but it's literally that's what it is. It's some shit you do in right. movies where you like. Oh, I'm gonna do a cold open. We're gonna have the opening scene, and then like, boom, credits. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like literally Didn't it make title. You feel like the, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it title. Then all yeah. the stories, like you know what I'm saying. I
2: feel just like that was very unorthodox. I feel as though a lot of when when he, when he, when, he lurks, um, mm-hmm. when evil lurks was um, unorthodox too. But then it got me wondering, like, unorthodox, right? What mm-hmm. the fuck do that mean, right? Is it unorthodox? How many Argentine films have I watched? Two? Mm-hmm. Now that I've watched Terrified and this, and it's the same director. Right. So is it really unorthodox or is it just an unorthodox way of filming from my American Western? Because you know, I don't I don't watch as much. Yeah, you know, um, I do watch foreign film, but not as much as like you or, mm-hmm. or the agitator boys, you know what I mean? Like, so with that being said, like yeah yeah it's
1: unorthodox it's unorthodox when it comes to like traditional hollywood movies
2: you know what I'm saying? yeah it has like, to be right yeah, so like
1: if you watch if you're yeah. watching like horror movies that come out you know that are made in hollywood you know what i'm saying whether they're blumhouse or a24 right uh you don't i mean they do have some some stuff that kind of like at, there's some movies that take chances with you know the audience's expectations and they they try to do like Mm-hmm. You know, there's our, but most of this, it's a pretty, it's a pretty like boilerplate a formula.
0: There's formula. a formula,
1: yeah, a boilerplate yeah. formula that they kind of the majority of the ones that you come across have, uh, and like movies like this because it's because it's a foreign movie because it's it's not made in America, like they don't really and Shutter is buying this after it's made and releasing it, they're not like having to deal with studio notes or like production companies that finance these movies over here. You know, because they're gonna want something that's like the shit that just came out and made a bunch of money. You know, right. oh Thanksgiving made money. All right, we need it to be like that. Like, so like, you gotta have this that you're not having. You don't have those people, those sort of filters. You know what I'm saying? So that's like every. And Shutter, this is a good thing because I don't like a lot of Shutter shit, but this, Shutter has like they're good for like one of these a year at this point now, and this mm-hmm. is like, this is Fair. one of them. They're good. They got one movie. Like that's usually like, oh, this movie, and then and, and in 2023 it's this one. It's 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 when evil lurks. Like every movie that they release, they act like it's like, oh, like this new one that's doing new shit, and it's like it's the same shit. And it's like and it gets hyped. They all get hyped, but like there and so it's like you got to take everything that you hear with a grain of salt. But it's yeah. good for like one of these, and it's always some but some someone made this movie by themselves, usually outside of the country, and they bought it mm-hmm. and they release it, and it's actually like, oh oh, this is, like, different. This is some shit that is, you know what I'm saying, going to, like, actually surprise people in some ways, actually going to be, like, have moments that are legitimately, like, disturbing on some levels. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? The stuff that they say is always that's usually not. Like, so, in that regard, like, it is unorthodox. But, you know, I don't know how unorthodox. Argentina, to my knowledge, they make genre movies, but not to the degree that we make genre movies. So. Okay. Like, not to say that they don't have genre filmmakers. They obviously do. I just don't think it's as prevalent. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I think at this point, before we got a little bit off topic, they come back home, right? The brothers are back at the crib. They're kind of like by themselves. It's the next day, right? And the husband, Ruiz, and right. Ruiz and his wife, they're like at their farm and they and his
2: wife notices a goat yeah, hey hey i'm glad you brought that up i had to look it up on reddit i think mm-hmm. i still couldn't figure it out what 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 does the goat do that's weird
1: i was gonna ask you I, was, <laughs> because when i was watching it this is a weird thing where i'm like what what was it about the goat
2: that set her off is it does his pupils do something i it
1: I, Bro, I don't I honestly like. I honestly, I try like even in the moment watching the scene. I remember, I remember watching the scene, and I'm like, "What is she responding to about
2: this goat?" It does something. But one thing about this movie, there, there, there are some extreme moments that show everything. But they're like when you first see dude, the rotten, like that was yeah. extreme. Right. But there are also moments that are extremely subtle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He'll so I, I, I think that was one of them. You know, I just I think I don't know what it is. And we we can look it up later. But I, I, I tried to and I couldn't find it. But the goat does something. I don't know if it's eyes change or but, but she's staring at it. And the joint make her trip out.
1: All I know is I remember I remember the wife calling him and he runs out. And she's like right. the goat. And she points to the goat, and then he looks at the goat and points to the goat,
2: and And gets very upset.
1: Right, and then she's upset, and he's freaked. So then he goes and grabs a shotgun, right? And he's gonna kill the goat. Like first, he shoots it to get all the other goats to like scatter. So all the goats scatter except the one goat, right? So he shoots it. He shoots the shotgun off in the air. The goats scatter. The the one goat standing there. So then he like aims. He takes aim at this goat, and she goes and grabs a fucking like an axe yes. that's into some wood, and she's telling him like, "Yo, don't, don't, don't shoot it, like, because it's gonna make it worse." Again, right. these, these rules, like, mm-hmm. like you can't kill it with a gun, like, you know what I'm saying? So you're like, "Oh shit!" Like, she's like, basically, like, if you kill it with a gun, you know, you'll condemn us. And she's like, "We're gonna be parents." She's pregnant, you know what I'm saying? So she's like, do right. do it. and and then like, the husband's like, "Yo, just back up, like, get the fuck out of here." And then the goat walks right up to the fence yeah. and puts his head right against the barrel like right yeah. to the fucking barrel of the gun. That guy. was tight, right? Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Oh shit." So at this moment I you're like, that. "Oh fuck." You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you already know like okay, something ain't right with this goat for real, for real. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? The goat puts his head right to the barrel and he's got his finger on the trigger and it's like I think she screams and then he shoots. Literally like blows the goat's face off. And and when this happens, this was the first moment that it like really took me off off guard is she chops him in the face with the fucking ax immediately. Like
2: immediately,
1: immediately, like you're like, oh shit. Then she drops down. To her knees, turns the axe the opposite way so that the blade is facing her, and then she just starts slamming it into her fucking face. Bro, I've <laughs> seen this was that. the moment where I was like, "Okay, this movies this movie's awesome shit." You know,
2: what I'm saying? so that was the moment too where I stopped it, and I yet my wife was in the kitchen. I yelled, at, "I was like, oh shit!" Like that Yeah. yeah. Hit, bro. When She can't continue chopping herself because she chopped herself too much. <laughs> that was you get, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, bro- right. It was like her, her body brain function pre-
1: shut down, like she just yeah, she her, just her body
2: go. progressively <laughs> becomes limper by yeah. each hit. So the first hit's crazy, mm. the second one makes her kind of wobbly, mm. and the third makes it so she can't like lift the fourth. You feel me? Yeah, that's yeah. dark.
1: It, it was it was a it was a shot it was a moment that like really like made me like sit up like oh 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 okay 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 and then yeah. like there's a few more moments like that in this movie yeah. too like that's only the first like that's yeah. only the first of these there's a few more moments where you're just like oh they really really just like fuck you up with the just like we're just going to show mm-hmm. you this and it's really just going to go for it um which is another thing too like i feel like uh movies like this The reason that that kind of shit works is because it's so counter to what you're used to seeing, right? I'm saying like, yeah, you see people get killed all the time in these horror movies and shit that we have over here, but like, not typically in that way, like not typically that style, or not typically like meant to like. It was like almost like we do have some shit like that, but it's like not horror. It's like game of thrones it's like george r, r. martin shit like right. one of those kind of deaths you are like oh shit like they just killed this character out of nowhere like you know what i mean like it, it kind of had that effect where it was like oh i wasn't expecting that so after that happens we're back with the brothers and the son maria's i guess the youngest son comes to them at their house at night and he's like yo can i can i stay with you guys he's like yo my mom he says something like um uh, he says, he says that like Ruiz and his wife are dead. He mentioned mm-hmm. that, but he also right. says like, yo, I think he tells him that his mom, uh, something happened to his mom, right? We don't actually know mm-hmm. what happened to his mom. Right. He knows what happens to his mom. And he's like, yo, can I stay with you guys? Right? Like he's, he's on some like, and they're like, like the one brother, the Hame is like, man, get him out of here. Like he can't stay with us. But Pedro is like, He's kind of like, you know, he's like, you know, like you can, you could stay in the saddle room more or less. Like you can't, you can't stay in here, you know, and, and the brother's like, I don't want him to stay, but he's like, don't worry. He has to leave. you like, he tells him like, you have to leave at dawn. And then he tells him like, well, you know, he's armed. And he asks him like, yo, you got a gun. And he's like, yeah, I got a 38. He makes him give him his gun. Right. right. And he tells him he can stay in the fucking, you know, but he says, as soon as the sun comes up, you need to leave. Right. Which is again, like. Doesn't even, he well, comes, it comes back, it comes back into play later, a little bit later on, but uh, he mentions at that point, I think the kid turns around and he tells him, like, he's like, don't use electric lights, right? Right. Which is, it's like, he says, I think it says like the shadows call, call evil or something or something like that. Um, And as that's the first time, well, it's the second time really, because the wife says don't use a gun, right? Right. And then the kid says, don't use electric lights. So it's already sort of like sprinkling in like these kind of like, you're right.
2: They do that. Things that that
1: you can't do that ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? But like, not to the extent of like, that we know, like, why, why can't you use lights? Like, you know what I'm saying? But apparently you can't use lights. You know what I'm saying? Um, So then the brothers are like at the house together at this point now. and, And it's like one of those things where they decide like, okay, We got to go, like, more or less, we got to leave. We can't take none of the shit that we got with us here. Nothing. That's what Pedro's saying. He's like, none of it. We got to leave everything behind. We got to go to town. We got to get our mom. I got to pick up my kids. We got to go. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Leave everything. He's like, even the clothes that we got on. Like, Mm -hmm. take this shit off because it's from the town. Burn it. Get it off. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? like you know what i'm saying like we don't understand like his motivations we don't even know like he has kids we're like oh he got kids you know what i'm saying like this is the first right. time like, that we know he has kids or whatever um which becomes a whole other layer to the story um once that's introduced uh because he he literally the brother goes i guess the brother goes to get their mother and he drops him off at a house which we find out is the house where his ex lives with her new husband and their right. children like his kid his sons are, I'm not quite certain about this. And maybe, you know, maybe you remember mm-hmm. one son, the oldest son who, who has some form of like uh, autism, autism, right? Right. He's, he's definitely, he's definitely autistic. Uh, that's his son for sure. And I'm not, and I think the youngest one is to his son, but the daughter is the daughter that she had with her new, her current husband, right. And who opens the door. And, like, Pedro just, like, comes in immediately. Like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, this is a, you got to rest- – we find out he has a restraining – her. his wife has a restraining order. He's not supposed to be here. And he's just, like, he's frantic. He's, like, taking his clothes off and shit. There's a big-ass dog that just walks by. And he's, like the, – the 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 husband to his ex is, like, look watching him. And he's, like, yo, he's, like, get the kids. Like, we got to go. You know what I'm saying? Which is a crazy scene. Like, dude is like stripping butt ass naked in the crib. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to right. go. Like, and he's just not looking I'm like, what the fuck? And that's when the wife comes in holding the daughter and they see him standing there ass naked, asshole naked. And she's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Obviously, she responds the way any of us would respond, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you're nuts. Like, you know, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you got to get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. And so, like, he's like trying to reason with her, which again, not a good idea trying to reason with your ex if you got a restraining order on butt ass naked holding your dick. <laughs> Like, like, baby, we gotta leave. Oh, we gotta. Not leave. a good we, idea. got a good plan. Not Pedro's right. not the best planner. We find we discover that like he's pretty bad. Like no. <laughs> plan was pretty bad. But he's like, yo, I need clothes. So next time we see him, it's outside. He's got an outfit on that they gave him, and he's like burning his clothes. Like he's got his mm-hmm. clothes on the curb, and then I like, think he gets like some alcohol from her husband or whatever, and he sets him on fire. And the wife is just pissed. She thinks that like he's here on some bullshit, right? Like. Right. He's just here for whatever, and now Pedro's trying to tell them, you know. He's like, "We got to go back inside," like. But she's like, "You can't go back inside," like, you know, you're mm-hmm. violating the restraining order. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, "You're gonna wake up Jar, which is their son, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, Jar is the one with autism. We haven't seen him yet. We actually don't see him yet, but we do see as the other boy. I think his name was like Conquito or some shit. Because he runs out and it's like Dad, and he like hugs him and shit." And then the, the mom's like, yo, go back in or whatever. And then she's like arguing with her husband. And she's like, man, make him go. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's Murder. like, he's just there like, I don't, he don't even know what, he's like trying to like process what is fucking happening. Like what is dude on, right? So right. like they're all back in the crib and he's trying to explain to him like, yo, there's a rotten in town, right? Like he's possessed. Like he's like, yo, like I think it's, I think he says like, Like, I think it's free. And it's like the whole town is about to turn into fucking hell. Like, we got to get out of here. Like, and then she's like, "Nah, hell no. She tells her husband to call the police. Right. Like, and, and he's like on the phone more or less. Right. Like, or he's debating it. Like, he's not even like, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know if he should call his lawyer or he should call the police. And Mm -hmm. like, and she's like, he's scaring the kids. And then we see the little kids like, and, like, the son and the daughter are, like, rubbing the dog and shit in the background while this whole shit is going on. Yo. Yeah. And this leads to a moment. If you guys, if people are listening to this uh, uh, episode and haven't watched this movie, please go watch the movie. <laughs> because we've already told you one scene that's like, but this scene that happens right here <laughs> is another yeah. one of those moments. So, if you have. I
2: rewinded it in like <laughs> ten times. <laughs> This like, is one
1: of those scenes that's like fucked up, but also kind of funny.
2: Like bro, my daughter watches all my all these <laughs> movies with me and shit like that. You're gonna
1: traumatize and her you, watching
2: this shit. No, she was like bad doggy, bad doggy when it did that. But yo, that <laughs> no, joint ate joint <laughs> ate the whole face. Hey, how, how were we supposed to assume that when we when the daughter came back, that was just a, a hallucination or a uh
1: that's, illusion made again. I, like I, that's weird because again, the rules of this world, we don't quite know what they really, really are. We don't know if that's like a demon. We don't know what you know. what I'm saying we don't know what it is like. Right.
2: But, if it can take different forms, right. or what
1: But but there's this moment where the wife is literally like screaming at at Pedro. Yeah. Uh, probably scaring the kids. The husband's on the phone with the police. She's like literally like just like you know you disappeared for four years she's like letting him have it she's like calling him a loser all kind of shit right like you know like you ain't been around for the kids you come back you fuck with my life and I'm happy you just don't want me you know I deserve this and she's like leave right I think even says start a new life loser right. And we see the dog with the girl. And then the dog just looks over and bites the girl on the fucking yo! On the face. And then it's we not. see her little feet and her jammies get pulled out of the oh. frame. And then the little boy is on the steps, the son. And he's like, yo, because he's the only one that saw it. So he's like walking down. They're still arguing. They ain't seen shit. Little boy walks over to the table, ducks down under the table, and he sees the dog just Fucking got the girl's head in his jaws just shaking her ass, you know, like pit bull style, just shaking the shit out of this little girl. Yo,
2: and, and 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 um, I gotta say, it, 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 if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I felt like that was a cane corso. It looked like like it was big. It, it was, was a big, big ass dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like making a regular bully breed. You feel me? It was right. bigger than, Pitbull, yeah. but it had that boxer face. It had that yeah. that face. So I got either Mastiff or like a Cane Corso. Its head was so big. And you you called that. Mm-hmm. The shot was from behind,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's
2: the little girl. They're sitting next to each <laughs> other. Just like you would see a little girl with her big dog. If, right. if and <laughs> because the evil, my evil, evil lurks, you know? Yeah, yeah. They do it, that joint just tip its head over and just scrunch. It, it just literally. Just bark that joint. <laughs>
1: and when the boy looks under the table and it's shaking her, like, it's fucked yo. up. And then the boy is like, yo, he's, like, screaming. He, like, gets the attention of his stepdad, like, yo, the dog bit Vicky or whatever. And the right. dad's like, yo, what? So he's, like, still on the phone, and he, like, walks over and looks under the table. And when he sees he sees under the table, the dog has the girl in his jaws, and, like, he runs away. He's like, get him, get the dog. And then, then like, the white... That's when, that's when Pedro and, and his ex... See it. The dog runs away with the girl, <laughs> dips like is gone. And then the father, her 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 husband, you know, the uh, like he's chasing down the street trying to get his daughter because it's his daughter, like you know what I'm saying. And yeah. then, like and so Pedro's like trying to catch up with him, like yo, like what the fuck? <laughs> like they're running through the neighborhood, right? And and it's like he like is like fuck it, he's out of breath. The debt the other dad, is like running. He's just like trying to get his daughter back. And Pedro, like, has to suck like, fuck it, it ain't my kid. <laughs> so he turns back around. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yo. He goes back to his wife, though, his ex. And she's, like, fucking like, what happened? She's, like, crying. So he's, like, I'm going back in the crib to get my kids. So he's, like, running him back to this crib to get his son. Like, yo, <laughs> like, I think his son's, like, Santino or whatever. And that's when we yeah. go he checks on him then he goes upstairs and that's when we first see his other son jr who jr, J-R Jair? or how you say his name um yeah and like clearly the moment you see him he's like completely like and it's, he's very autistic for real for real yeah In his own world he's like out of it he's got like his. yeah eyes. i don't know
2: what i don't know what the proper term for what he is but i know that i know that the proper term for the opposite of what he is, is high functioning on. High respect. Fun-
1: yeah, right, right. He the
2: opposite. He right, He's definitely not, he's not a
1: high functioning. He's non-verbal. nonverbal. You're right. He's like a nonverbal. On a, on no respect. eye
2: contact. Which right. is extremely important because yeah. Yeah. I want to say one thing. I, I want to say this and we can get to it. Mm. Everybody loved the dog scene. And so do I, but there's a scene in that movie with the eye contact that is the creepiest shit I've seen in in, in a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah,
1: yes. And the is they set it up well because when you when you first see him and he picks him up and everything, he's got these his eyes. He's definitely not making no eye contact, but the eye, yeah. like two different directions, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, a, he
2: has the thing where where yeah. it's it's uh it's you know brow down and right. he's not making eye contact. It, nonverbal completely just almost catatonic in a sense not catatonic but you know what i mean like right he, right just stuck and yeah
1: so he carries his son down he's got his other kid then that's when uh, the husband of his ex wife comes in and he's fucking like we got to get the we got to go get my daughter and then I think he likes to Pedro. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, he's like, we got to get out of here. He's like, no, he's like, I think he even says like, it's your children's sister, asshole. <laughs> like, You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Like, we got to get her, help me find her. And, and and he's like, you won't find the dog. Like, he's like, you'll find a demon. Like, this is a demon. Like, and right. just, like whatever. Like, he's like, he runs out. And the whole time Pedro's like, he's just like thinking like, oh shit, I got to get my kids out of here. He tries to stop him because dude hops in his truck. And he tells him like, don't, he pulls off and he even tells him like, yo, don't use a gun like you know what I'm saying he tells him don't use a gun but you know so he actually takes off down the street and then like he sees a cop car pull up and immediately it's the one one of the cops is the cop was 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 there at the station and he right. when he sees him you know he's trying to tell him like yo a dog attacked attack my ex is my ex is the uh, daughter or whatever and he's like yo you called for a dog or some shit and then like immediately the cop the cop is like yo what did you do like you know you're not supposed to be here like, you know, you have like, you know, right. like you made another mistake. Like what you do, you know, you, I know about your family. You ain't supposed to be around here, you know? And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, not even paying attention to the cop. The cop doesn't even want to believe. Him. Again, cops ain't helping. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, he basically tells him like, yo, don't shoot the dog. Right. And then he runs off. If you find a dog, don't shoot him. So he's running down the neighborhood and he looks up. And I think that's when he sees the truck like parked with the door open. And then he like runs over and he sees he sees uh, uh, his wife's husband standing over the dog with the shotgun. And, right. he, you know what I'm saying? It's too late. Like, he basically right. shoots the dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which he told him not to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, basically, don't, don't shoot the dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like So he's like, fuck it. He runs off. And we hear the dog mm-hmm. get shot. And he gets back to the crib. I love this shit. Because, like, the way this shit plays out is so funny to me. Right? Because he gets back to the crib. And he sees his wife out there. With the daughter, yo.
2: <laughs> with
1: the daughter, right? Right. She's like a hugging the daughter and shit. Like, and like, um, you're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, we just saw her get mauled, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the no daughter, she right? She's checking her face, she's perfectly fine. She's like, You're hurt, is it okay? It's like, no, you know, she's like checking her, she's hugging her. The neighbors are there and like they're checking. I mean, that's a
2: hallucination, stuff. it's gotta be.
1: I don't fuck, I don't know, because he sees it too, right? Oh. Because hmm. she sees it obviously, and he sees it.
2: Maybe like a projection. Maybe like right, the right. because the that. son
1: runs up to him too. His youngest son, Conquito or whatever. And he was hugging him. He's like, "Vicky's back," right? And right. he's like, "What the fuck?" Like he's in his mind, he's processing it just like we are. Like yo, we just saw the dog. Like get her right. So like, she's mom's asking like yo like where's where's Leo her husband or whatever? And like you know he she even tells like her son like tell Leo that Vicky's fine or whatever. And that's when fucking uh, I think Pedro pulls his son away and goes in the house to get his other son. And like the little girl's hugging him. I mean, the little girl's hugging her, hugging her mother. And like, I think this is when we see the moment where while she's hugging her daughter, he asks his son Jair where the car keys are. Right. Mm-hmm. This is that thing of like non eye contact, nonverbal. He's like trying right. to get him to tell him like, yo, Where's the car keys? Like, you know what I'm saying? The youngest son don't know, right? And Jair apparently knows. So he's like, fuck. So he's trying to get him. He's like, he's like trying to tell him, like, yo, you want ice cream? Like, I give you ice cream. Like, tell me where the right. where the keys are, right? And he's not not responding. He's like mm-hmm. telling him. He's like trying to like talk to him slower and like spell it out to him and shit. And he's telling He don't him, like, give a fuck about right. no ice cream. <laughs> right. He's just looking like, he's not even looking. He's just looking off. No, he's
2: not even looking. Yeah. So then
1: he like grabs his hand, though. The whole time, not even looking at him, and like pull, pull like literally raises it up, and that's where the keys are. And he Greg grabs the keys, like, oh shit. And that that's when we go back outside, and the little girl whispers to her mother. She's hugging her. She says, Dad will kill you, or some shit. Right. She's like, What are you saying? Uh, and she's like, what? Dad, like he's gonna come home and then he's going to like in the car and he's gonna boom. And you're Man. like, like what the fuck are you talking about? Which we know is not good. Like like what an old shit, right? And at that time, this is when uh, Pedro has his two sons in the car. He's pull he's pulling out, right? right? He's like fuck this, I'm leaving. So he's backing out of the, out of their garage with his mother's with with his ex's car, and she looks at him and they make eye contact as he's about to pull off, and she's like, yo, what are you doing, right? And as he's pulling away, the truck comes right back. And immediately, boom! Slams right into her, like literally
2: kills,
0: <laughs> kills, takes her. <laughs> her
2: out like that. Yo, you know, it's also uh, really frenetic the, the the pacing too. It's just, and I think the music too that sound that's like da da da. Yeah, and this up. is
1: the most. This is the most like frenetic moment in the in, in the whole movie. It's oh the, yeah, because there's this one part. after. Yeah, yeah, where it's, it's like just, he's trying to escape with yeah. his, his kids. Like, so it's like this moment that feel it almost feels like we're in a fucking like zombie movie, a little bit. The way, it's mm-hmm. like everyone's trying to get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Or like don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, mm-hmm. and the, the fucking husband is like sitting there, the airbags deployed, people are checking on him. The little, the little, he looks over, sees his daughter jumping up and down, happy and shit. Right. But, <laughs> because
2: yeah. mother,
1: like, what the fuck? <laughs> so Bruh. again, I don't know if she's like I don't know what she is. I don't know. I don't know. Like they never really explain it, and I kind of appreciate that. Then.
2: Maybe it's like a maybe it's like the the um the girl in Terrifier mm. two in Terrifier two. Remember, he sees a girl take a shit in the laundry mat. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. The, but, it's like the girl with the clown face, the clown. Yeah. Face.
2: I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's very strange. Once again, hmm. they don't explain that. They don't. Yeah. It's one of it's those things crazy.
1: where you just gotta you gotta go with it. Bro, but so like, I think after that though, he pulls up uh to get his mother with his because they had his mother's crib, he's got the two, he's got the two boys with him, and his brother. His brother's, you know, with his mom. That's where mm-hmm. he went. So they get the mother like you know, because again, he's getting his whole family the ones he cares about to get the fuck away. And she's surprised that they're there. She's like, oh, this is Sabrina's car? Like, they're out of school? He's like, get in, Mom. Like, you know, I ain't got time to explain this shit to you. You feel me? And so, like, you know, they get in the car. Actually, Hame is trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, too, because he don't really know since the last time he saw his brother, but, you know, he's trying to get filled in. So his family's in the car. Brother, him, his mother, the two sons. And this is the moment where we get the fucking the rules for real, right? right. like Because they're in the car and they're like talking. You know, the ki- the the youngest son is talking because obviously Jair's not. He just wants ice cream. He's like moaning mm-hmm. and shit, you know. But the grandma's like rubbing the little boy's head and he, they're talking about like you know this possessed one and and the mother is kind of like you know she doesn't really think any of this is happening really. She doesn't know what to tra- you know she doesn't know you know she's like possessed what are you guys talking about you guys are probably just overreacting or whatever and like pedro's dead ass serious like you know what i'm saying like but she's still on some like how did you get sabrina's car again and like what did you agree right. to you know what i'm saying like why are we right. leaving? we're leaving town like and the mom doesn't really know what's going on right but at a certain point as this whole like family reunion is happening in this car the brother asked if his mother ever witnessed or ever saw a possessed one right And she said, no, no, I never have, right? And she's, like, rubbing on this little necklace, you know what I'm saying, that's got these little family members on it, you know, which comes back into play, you know what I'm saying? But, Mm -hmm. like, uh, 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 the little boy asked Grandma what's a possessed one, and that's when she starts to explain, like, to us, to the boy, but it to us, too. Wait a second,
2: wait a second. You said the necklace, that, they dropped the necklace in that scene? Yes, that's the first time we see
1: the necklace. She's, like, playing with it. And oh. she had necklace with like the little little people on it, you know what I'm saying? It the looks like from the ending, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'll get to that sad. part. We'll get to that part. But yeah, so so, so she's like right. you know, explaining like what a possessed one is, and she says something mm-hmm. like it goes into a person and it uses his body to be born, right? And the little boy, I think, even says, like, you know, like a disease, and she's like, Well she she says there's like there's like a song or something like a famous song um that this since something like you they get into your body they infect your mind uh they take what's most valuable thing in your life your body's no longer your body uh and then the little boy is like well that's that's bad and she's like yeah but it's bad but you have to take precautions she says there's seven rules to follow right she says like i think it's like uh when there's when someone's possessed, and I think correct me if I'm wrong, right? She says something like, if they get in your head and make you do stuff that you don't want to do, like you got to make sure you follow these seven rules. And the first is, she says, don't use electric lights, don't stay close to animals. Well, again, stuff we've already we <laughs> we know definitely don't stay close to animals. Right? Uh, she says, uh, don't have them uh, take anything, don't take anything from them that w- that they, that was close to them, which he's already mm-hmm. done because he takes the kids, you know, what I'm right. Trying? Right. Um, and I think trying to remember what else, what else was it? Don't hurt them, which I don't know how you you know. Uh, and she says a very important rule is never name the evil by its name. Right? Mm. Right. And, and and then she starts naming evil shit. Like she's like Lucifer and like fucking I think she says like Azrael and all the shit
2: and hey, That's different. That's different. Yeah. Um yeah. there are quite a few movies. Fallen, I think, is one of them where you have to name it, or else you can't. Or Constantine, remember, he has to turn the mirror around so it see itself. Right. There's plenty of movies that say the exact opposite. Most those. most
1: most exorcist films are like you got to say the demon's name.
2: Yeah. So, so this yeah, is an inversion.
1: This is an inversion of that shit. Like they're just I like that they're <laughs> like just making their own rules and be like, no, actually, you don't do that. You know, what yeah. I mean?
2: like you don't That's do tight. that, right? That's right.
1: And then like, I think the, the, they're like, yo, that's not even seven. Right. Um, and I think the brother was like, oh, no, no, no. He And she says, oh yeah, don't shoot firearms. Right. And I think even yeah. that, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's only like six or something. And mm-hmm. then like, I think uh, she's like, that's it. She's like, there's one. And I think the boy said there's one missing. Um, and I think that's what Hame said. That should be the, that should be a rule is don't forget the rules. That should be the seventh rule. <laughs> don't forget mm. the rules. You know what I'm saying? Right. There is actually a seventh rule that we find out, I think, later. Right. Um, but yeah, that. so at this point, you know, like, we got this weird rule set now that we now under, kind of understand. We don't know how it's going to help anybody, but, right. <laughs> like, how do you beat this shit if you can't do none of this
2: shit? You know it, I mean? it doesn't seem very easy at all. Right. right.
1: You're already, like, they're fucked. You already thought they were fucked, but then, like, you're like, okay, they're really fucked because... Like all they can do is run, like you
2: know. Right, right. It seems like that's all you can do. It seems like all you can do once it infects the town or village or whatever, that's the solution.
1: Right. So they they stop at this gas station because remember he promised his son if he some apple ice cream or whatever, but they don't got shit there, and he's like, "Yo, Jay is never gonna shut up if we don't get him his ice cream." You know what I'm saying? Speaking of
2: which, you said apple ice cream, right? Yeah, that is what they mentioned. What the fuck is that?
1: I I'm assuming it's some Argentinian shit. Like we
2: <laughs> like you know, yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely, you know, they be they dogs be biting baby heads <laughs> off, they ice cream down there. That's how they get down. But like what what do you think? You think it's like it's some sherbet?
1: It's gotta be because we do see him get ice cream eventually and it's like green and he's like eating it. Right. I'm assuming it's some kind of sherbet. You think it's
2: like that <laughs> Bullshit ice cream they give you for dessert at the end of the Chinese food?
1: Yeah, probably it's probably some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it looked that like
2: bullshit, it.
1: right? Some bullshit as ice
2: cream. <laughs> hey, 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 that's why what happened at the end happened because
1: <laughs> he didn't get the, the bullshit. He got that
2: bullshit apple <laughs> ice cream. Shotty, if he was getting some of that Ben and Jerry salted caramel core, cool, the ending wouldn't happened baby. So, that's that.
1: Yeah, basically, get get your uh, non-verbal, uh, non-functional yeah. ice cream to your. Your autistic child, or you're gonna regret it. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. So fucking. At this point, he's like, "Fuck, we gotta go." Like, they don't got no real money. Then the phone rings, and it's his, it's his mom's phone, cause she got her phone with her. She's the only one. Cause he's like, mm-hmm. "I thought he looked at his brother." Like, thought I told you to leave all electronics or whatever. And she's, and it's like, it's not me. And it's like, oh, it's her phone. And she looks at the phone, and it's his wife. So immediately he grabs the phone, cause he's like, he saw her get killed. No one else. In the car, saw her die, but him, right? Right. So he goes to walks away to talk to her, and as he's talking to her, you know, she's telling him all kinds of evil shit, like you know, like that's why I cheated on you, I fucked everyone, all kind of right. crazy shit. You took my kids, I'm coming for you. You know what I mean? Yep. And he's like, "You're not. I saw you die. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not real or whatever, right?" And he, she's saying fucked up shit to the point where he just loses it and like breaks the phone, like throws the phone, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's already fucking with him. It already knows which which it knows your weaknesses, knows your fears, and it's exploiting that, right? But his brother comes to check on him, right after he's like fucking, you know, throws the phone and shit, and like at this point he's like, "Yo, I know this lady." who lives not that far away, we need to go see her because she can help us. She could give us some money. She gives us a place to stay for the night or whatever. Uh, but she also knows about possessed ones. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, all right. So eventually he agrees to go with his brother to see this, this lady, right? Um, and this lady is the first character that we encounter that actually knows like how to handle this shit, even though she's... Clearly in a situation scenario, she discovers that she hasn't experienced, even though she's experienced, you know what I'm saying? Like, um right.
2: But like I think that they were experienced with the type of horrors from terrified.
1: Right. Yeah. Because she even says, like, you find out that like she's she's a cleaner. Yeah. And, like, her ex-husband or her husband, her, her husband who died. I guess he passed away. He was one too. And she even admits, like, like she was doing this for years, like twelve years or whatever. She was going around doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. um, and 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 when they get there, like Pedro doesn't want to stay. hame does. But this is weird thing because she's much older. She's like old enough to be his mother. But like, right. apparently, but apparently hame like smashed one time when he was young. She was on he some cougar did. Shit. Yeah, he was on some cougar he shit. This is some smashed. old cougar shit. That this is some old cougar. <laughs> she was he like. Did. Because he was like, he even mentions, this, he was like, you always been like a ladies man or whatever. And he's like, I was much younger back then. This was a long little- right. when she was much younger. And I'm like, but I'm doing the math and I'm like, this bitch was a pedo or something. I don't know. Like, math ain't math. And she was probably like, you was probably like a teenager.
2: <laughs> she he was probably, like- he was probably like 15 when she was like a teacher.
1: Right. Let him hit or something. So like, like there's that kind of relationship that they don't really get into too deep, but that's
2: argentina
1: bro right it's different it's different over there it's different over there
2: i don't know know. i don't know it must be
1: different but this ends up being the relationship that kind of like is the most beneficial to what their situation is is the fact that the brother had this relationship with this woman because she Mm -hmm. really does know like what they're dealing with you know what i'm saying um Mm -hmm. and she even points out like yo that one in the back looks rotten, and she's talking about Jair, you know right? I mean? And she's like, "No, he's rotten." And he's like, "No, no, no, he's autistic." You know, he's. Uh, she's like, "No, no, 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 he's he looks like a possessed one." And at first, you just think that like she's just like misdiagnosing him or whatever. When you come to find out, like, no, she's she's not. Like, she knows what she's talking about. You know, Bro, I
2: mean? <laughs> that was, yeah that that was like one of my favorite reveals too as far as why it could work in his brain.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they explained... Or why
2: it couldn't work, I mean, or why it was trouble.
1: Because they think, I I believe, the brother's like... The brother can't really speak to what Pedro saw because while he was helping him and Pedro was seeing all this shit, like, he was doing other... So, like, he didn't get to see, like, what happened at the house with his family and shit. Like, so he's only like relaying like what his brother saw and he can't really confirm or deny anything to this woman who's got a level of expertise about this shit when they're talking about it. So he's kind of like non-committal about a lot of the shit that she's asking him, you know, Mm -hmm. which is, which is one of those things that comes back like once, once she starts seeing the shit and she's like, no, 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 no. this is what this is. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. But they stay end up staying reluctantly. Pedro ends up having to stay. They ain't got no other choice with this woman overnight. And like I think the son stays in the car. Uh Jair. Mm-hmm. Um, the little boy's inside. Um, the grandma's actually in the car with with the boy, like peeping like Jair kind of like calm. But he like needs to change his diaper or some shit, right? Cause there's even a moment, which again, a little levity, where she's like, she's screaming like. Gotta, we got to change Jair. And then the little son comes up and he's like, Dada, like, Jair took a shit. Like, he pooped himself right. or whatever. Why he says pooped or whatever. And it's like he's played, he's played low key for, like, comedic effect a little bit. The way the little kid comes in and says it. Because he's, like, having a serious moment with his brother. They're trying to figure this shit out. And then he's like, he pooped himself dead. Like, you know, and this kind of, again, it works on that way. Because it's not, like, a slapstick joke. It's just, like, inserted a little bit. Like, I was kind of... <laughs>
2: now i'm trying to i'm trying to figure something out because you made me think of something when when does the scene happen where the mom is taking out chunks of the son's face as she's walking oh
1: that's a little bit further i see that's another moment that's another one of those fucked up moments
2: when does that happen it's nighttime so yeah
1: it's nighttime they're still at the crib right and what happens is they're like resting, right? Like, yeah. so Jair at this point is Pedro's in the in the car with his son. You know, mm-hmm. Jair, he's with him, keeping him company. He's laid back with his son. Uh, his mother, his mother is in uh, the house with their youngest son. Okay. And, and Kame that. is with reminiscing with his old, his old cougar, his old, you know, his old silver fox. Like he, he's, he's women with her. they talking to her? So everyone's in the crib. And, um, at a certain point, I think, I think everyone's, I think is everyone asleep. I know Hame is asleep on the couch, right? The woman's upstairs sleep by herself. Right. Um, I think the sun is sleeping with the grandma. or he's, he's sleeping with the grandma because she's like holding, mm-hmm. it and like, and he's got a bear and shit, and they're like laying there. Everyone's asleep. Pedro's sleeping in the car. I don't think Jair asleep though. Um, but at this point, the mother comes. Right, we don't know it's her at first because it's just Jair is like the only one awake. He's wide awake oh, yeah. in the back seat, and we see someone approaching, like out of focus, the windshield. And they put a bloody hand on the windshield and then like rub blood on the side of the car and Jair's just staring off, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, not making any eye contact, oh, yeah. We're breathing hard and shit. And then the woman up, the woman in the house, the one who knows everything, she kind of wakes up cause she senses some shit like what the fuck's happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. when we see the old lady, the, the, the little, the boy's gone and she looks up and she's like, Oh shit. She sees Sabrina holding her son. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's like holding her, but she's got her back turned to her. And she's like, Oh, I'm happy you're here. And she says, like, I think she says like, I took a sleeping pill. So I'm like, you know, kind of drugged I'm tired. I can't really, you know, she's like, but then Sabrina's like, I came for my children. And she turns all the way around. We see her face is all fucked up. Right. Like, like her face, literally chunks of her face are hanging off because she got hit by a fucking car. And she says, I'm taking my children to a place where like no harm can come for them. And and at this point, the little boy says i'm cold mom And the mother and the grandma starts to notice oh something ain't right she starts to sit up like what the fuck you know what i mean like you, she's already like hold up something ain't right she hasn't seen her face yet but she's kind of groggy like i said and then jame comes out and wakes up pedro in the car and he's like yo come on mm-hmm. they run back in the crib now the mom's downstairs and she's looking upstairs and she's like they're like what happened and she's like yo Sabrina, or I thought somebody that looked like Sabrina, but it's not her. She's upstairs with 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 Santino or whatever. Like she's up there by herself. I'm scared. Like I don't know who the fuck it is. So that's when Pedro is like, all right, he goes upstairs to see what it is, and he walks in the room, and he sees Sabrina fucked up, zombie looking Sabrina holding their son in front of the window, and then like. They have a little moment with each other where, like, he's like looking at her, and he's like, and she's like, "I came for my children," and he's like slowly creeping towards her, and he's like, "You're dead," like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you could tell on his face. He's like, "Yo," like, like I I, I can't believe what I'm seeing. And then she like turns around, and she like the son like looks 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 at his dad and says, "Dad," and then she yeah. jumps off the fucking balcony like out the fucking window. Like down, and he's like, "Fuck!" Like, and she takes off with the son. So immediately, like, Pedro runs down and runs outside, and he's like, runs past his brother and his his mom, and he's like, "She took her! Like, she took him! She took him!" So he got he's got his brother out there looking with him, like, "Yo, we got to find him. They don't know where she went." You know what I'm saying? Um, right. So this is leading up to the moment that we were talking about that you were, that you were mentioning. But if mm-hmm. first, remember, at first she takes him, like you know what I'm saying, and they can't find him. Mm-hmm. sets them mm-hmm. off. So he actually goes to the car at that point to see Jair, but the doors are locked. There's blood all over the car. He can't get in it. So he ends up breaking the window to open the door to check on his other son, which he does. He breaks the window, checks on his son. His son's sitting there, you know, again, nonverbal, sitting there. You know what I'm saying? Like not even responding. He's like, are yeah. you okay? You know what I'm saying? And, and And at that point, like he's just focused on the other son now. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, he even his brother runs up and he's like, look, where this blood on this car come from? And his brother don't know. You know, it's like, what the I don't know. Like, and he's like, I got to find, I got to find my son, right? And then that's when the lady comes out the house and she's already like, looking like, oh shit. She walks towards the car, sees what the car looks like, but then she looks at the boy. She looks at Jair specifically, right? And that's when Hame runs up and she starts to explain to him. She says like, Hame, like there's a demon, And she's like it's the kid like you know what i'm saying like she's the one that's like no 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 no. she's like shut up and listen to me like like the demon Uh like come over here and look at him you know what i'm saying like and she opens the door and hame looks and she's like look at his feet and his hands right she's like a demon got into his head and is trapped more or less and like she said she saw this before in autistic people like their body she says like they invade their bodies but they can't figure out their minds. That's what we were talking about, right? Like, that's an interesting, like, idea. Like, what happens if a demon gets inside you and you're autistic? Like, what the fuck? Like, it, it's like... It, I it's love so, that. Yeah, I love I that, too. That it
2: was amazing. It's like, she
1: says, like, basically, like, like, they can stay, like, lost or in limbo for a long time,
2: like, when they're inside. Yeah, like be amazed like they'd be Mm -hmm. caught in a computer glitching like when you Mm -hmm. have like a, a desktop computer that get caught in that infinite reboot yeah you know nah and you know something once again when i really like a movie i go on like reddit and the internet and i see what people are saying about it and try to see what i missed you know and people was complaining about that I've seen just as many people who liked it like me, but also right. just as many complaining about that, saying, "Oh, well, wow, an autistic person's brain how creative?" And I'm like, you know what? Actually, that was creative to me.
1: I feel like I feel like people just be trying to nitpick shit. You know what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> I agree with you. You know, what I know but like, my point being though, like I think that like that was the opposite of that. That was the first time I, just like everything else in the movie, is brand new. That was the first time I heard possession. Ah, a possession. A demon can't possess an autistic person. They or they can. The point right. was, it got stuck in him. Right, for right. A like long she even, period. Of time. She
1: says something like, "Yo, without untying the knot, like or something like," and then they can possess them. Like it takes a moment for them to like figure yeah. out, figure out like what the fuck, you know, like.
2: Which is why it took a little while for him right. to get zapped out. You know.
1: But like when they look, I like how they look when they show his like hands and feet, and they're just like they they're like discolored but like face, facing like at like different angles mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying as if like yeah. body doesn't know like it's trying to figure out like how the fuck to take over this body uh, mm. but i think at that point too like the woman is like trying to persuade hame to get pedro like you know and tell him to like get inside like because like more or less you know they're not going to be able to find the son like she's like basically what? like you gotta listen to me. Like, you know, both of y'all gotta listen to me. Like, this is not like you know, like you don't know what you're dealing with, you know. And she does, you know what I'm saying? Literally, mm-hmm. she does. And that's when she goes in and opens up the little trunk and pulls out the little suitcase, opens it up, and then we see that device again. The device that mm-hmm. we saw the first time, and the device that right. we saw and and the book, to too. Yeah, in the, the book. Yeah, in the book. So she's like pulling out all this shit, and she's explaining, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, basically, what that like. What a clean, like, we still don't really, we still don't understand, like, the full nature. We never really get to see the fucking full, the full thing. I like that, too, because, like, we think we're going to get to see it in action, and we almost do, but we really don't. Like, it gets taken away from us. Right. We don't really get to see him actually, you know, actually do this, use this device, uh, even though we almost do. Um,
2: But see, that's what make movies, that's what, that's what, yeah, that's what make a movie great, because, bro. Because if it was here, uh, we would have saw that shit. Like, we would have saw them in the (laughs) year. That would have been a big plot device. Look, let me tell you something, man. If if that writer comes out with something else, I'm going to watch it. Not just because I like Terrified and because I like When Evil Lurks, but also because I want to know what the fuck that device do. So I'm going to always watch the joint just so I can see what it do. Because you see it in the movie... I believe it's this I believe it's when evil lurks unless I'm mixing it up with terrified. You see it work for a little bit. You see it like spinning and working just for a little bit. Well,
1: in this in this, we see her put it together. Like okay. We see her like I, building it, but we don't really get to see it like like I think that's terrified where we see it like spinning. We it just, is.
2: You see it like move like it yeah. weighs something in the air or mm-hmm. does something like that. And um, so I don't know, we gonna get it. It we I like get I like
1: that shit though, because it's Man. like uh, it's like in to a movie like like Demolition Man, right?
2: Right. Like you're, you're right. Like the
1: three seashells. Like we I don't need to know how, how the three seashells work. Like we don't need to know. Like uh, <laughs> out
2: of context, out of context, yeah. this is going to sound like a crazy statement. What I'm about to say. So I'm about to try to craft it so it can't be chopped up by any of the listeners. OK. All, All right. right. All right. <laughs> be very careful. Jeepers Creepers, mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. The guy who directed it, Daniel. Of- <laughs> 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 See, I was hoping I was trying to avoid that being in the sentence, but what I but now's where it gets worse, right? Yeah. See, thanks to him being that. Yeah. We the whole never got movie any- is about that. <laughs> we never got any exposition about yeah. the Jeepers Creeper monster because yeah. they never let him make no more joints.
1: I mean, he did. He made a sequel and he directed that shit too. No,
2: but wait, did, was, didn't he get in trouble after that?
1: No. Like, here is
2: the thing about oh.
1: here is the thing about Victor Salva. Like, Victor Salva okay. was convicted and all of that shit, and made those movies.
2: Oh, I ain't even know that. Cause that shit, shit happened. Cause
1: you remember he did. You remember that movie Powder? I think he did yeah. like Powder. I think
2: yo you know, that movie stupid as hell. Yeah, boy. and
1: like he did that movie <laughs> Powder, and like I think there was a movie he did before that where he, he, he raped that little boy or whatever on the set. But he did that movie boy. Powder after that, and I think that was around the time where he like uh, had the most controversy. But then he ended up making Jeepers Creepers. He got he they let him cook for a while, bro. Like you know what's fucked up? This motherfucker had a script. I remember like it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't like it was in the past ten years. came out with another script right and it was like one of the scripts that was going around and like the the main character was a little boy Mm. I'm like dog why are you writing movies starring little boys in the main character still after Mm. your history after we know you like underage like
2: <laughs> I had the whole narrative to, and I mean, the whole timeline fucked up. See, thank you for clarifying that for me, because see, whole time this is what I thought happened. I thought he was like, "Oh, cool. I get. I make this cool movie with Justin Long. This movie tight as hell, boy." And I ain't gotta explain shit. Then I done do some fucked up shit to some kids, right? So they don't let me make any more. So now all the joints that come out are terrible and don't explain anything. See, that's what I thought. I didn't even know that. See, that's what I thought it was. Because here's the thing.
1: In 1988, Salva was convicted of sexual misconduct with one of Clown House's underage stars who was a 12-year-old at the time, videotaping one of his encounters where he forced the victim to perform oral sex on him, dog.
2: Bro, he's this been sexually is, misconducting for decades. This
1: is a motherfucking piece of shit, dog. He is a monster. A <laughs> he's a sick motherfucker. And like I said, nineteen eighty-eight, he got to make multiple movies after that, dog. Multiple is movies. That,
2: is that because at the time when Jeepers Creepers came out, there was no like accountability or canceling or anything?
1: Well, look, he got to make. It happened on Clownhouse, right? that was an eight that came out 89 powder came out 95 right powder came out 95 then he did another movie was like called the natural the The nature of the beast then he did jeepers creepers in 2001 and then jeepers creepers 2 in 2003 then in Uh 2017 he did jeepers creepers 3 Uh oh so that's what i'm saying victor's he's got movies in between those two he's got like three other movies in between jeepers creepers 2 and 3 uh, but but my thing is he's been cooking since like he did that shit in '88. All he
2: is, <laughs> it's the complete opposite of what I thought this whole yeah. time. Yeah, so yeah. you're telling me that all this boy do is cook, fuck kids, and not get no exposition? Look,
1: I liked Jeepers and Creepers when I first saw it. I had no idea though. Loved it. I had no idea what, it, like, I had no idea about. Me the movie either. Movie. I didn't know, and then I found out about it, and then I rewatched it, and I'm like, this whole movie is about him wanting to fuck kids. Like, what? Think about it, dog. Like, think about the Jeepers Creepers, mo- the motivation for the motherfucking monster in that shit, bro. The monster is like him wanting. He literally gets Justin Long, right, and like <laughs> takes his skin. He it's it's. He wants these young people, dog. He wants it He ends up take. It's like I'm telling you, it's about him repressing the monster within him that wants to fucking fuck these kids, bro. Like it's fucking sick. Yeah. Like, like there's no way. Like, and even if it's not, there's no way. Like on some on some level, even if he didn't even, there's no way that subconsciously that's not what that movie's about. You cannot Yo,
2: do the math on it. Does that mean? Has it been 27 years since 1988? Has it? Get it? <laughs> he only come out every 27 years to commit sexual assault. The fact
1: that he's able, the fact that he was able to work as long as he did, dog, like, is crazy, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? like, uh, yeah,
2: why did they allow
1: that? I don't understand. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't- I- like we always no. talk about like yo we always talk about people like now like getting like canceled and all that shit. Like this is a motherfucker that should have been canceled. like like I'm not even for that shit, but this Bro. is somebody who should have been taken out the paint immediately.
2: Like why are Bro, you I can me- literally like like this is one of those situations mm-hmm. where it's like I fucking hate police, mm-hmm. but you see like a police drag like a burning body from a burning vehicle. And you're like, all right, well, he's kind of a hero, I guess. <laughs> like that. That's, it. That's This is like, yo, this is terrible. And you know what's crazy is
1: that like there's motherfuckers who was like worked with him and shit. Like uh what's to do Ryan Turek. I don't know if you know who Ryan Turek is. No. Nah. He 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 worked for Blumhouse. So like, okay. he's, like he's like uh he used to he used to write. As like, uh, not like write for real, but like wrote like for like websites and shit. Like I think he mm-hmm. was like right for like Dread Central and you know horror websites and shit. And he used to be called like mm-hmm. Ryan Rodden. And he was on that that podcast. Uh, the fuck was that shit called Shockwaves and shit? Um, mm-hmm. Well, he produced the Holly. He produced the, the the new Halloweens that they put out, not that the ones that came out from Blumhouse. Well, he was an assistant. To Victor Salva. Okay, so did
2: I'm, he? Get it? What did like, Victor
1: Salva? I'm, I'm not even saying. Look, I'm not even saying that. Does that's not like saying he did anything or no shit like that. But I'm just saying like people worked for this motherfucker, like post 1988, who are still working in the industry now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and did they know that's that? He, crazy. Like people knew he was a pedophile though, because here's the thing. Like and- I remember hearing about that shit. Not that long after the first Jeepers Creepers, I was like, "This dude's a pedophile! Like, what the fuck?" You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that was like early 2000s when I heard about first heard about it. I know these people knew about this shit. Like, how do you work for somebody who's a who fuck kids and shit? Like, bro, like,
2: I'm not even trying to make light of no situation like this, but Argentinian directors would never. <laughs> what are you kidding? They would not. I don't they know. would not. Are you They would never do that shit. Only, only in America.
1: I don't know about that. They got some weird ass motherfuckers. <laughs> like, <in laughs> do day- day- be doing day-
2: some wild day- shit?
1: So I don't know about that. Uh but I will say this though, like, not to get too far off track with with. with I don't even know how we got on the the Jeepers Creepers shit.
2: <laughs> my but, bad. I think I. It's,
1: it's all good. But, <laughs> but my thing is like, you look at some of these, some of these movies, and like, um it really makes you think a little different when you know a little bit about the filmmaker.
2: Mm. Um, Do you know anything about this filmmaker?
1: Not really. And I'll, I, don't I don't even want to find out.
2: <laughs> no, I know. I know. Sometimes you know it's better not to, man.
1: Yeah, yeah for, for sure. Because like that, he ruined the Jeepers Creepers movies for me forever
2: bro you know like i can
1: still watch i can still watch it and it's on like if it's just on and i'm like oh, creepers, creepers. but like i never seek those movies out no more because i'm like dude is a straight up you know pedo like
2: bro they're some of my favorite authors mm-hmm. i be wanting to block but i don't want to hurt their feelings by blocking them but the reason i want to block them is not because i got no problem with them but because they be saying corny shit when yeah. I just want them to be killers in real life. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. like a director, like let, let us find out that the director of this movie, you know, beat on his wife or mess yeah. with kids or just as a clown. I'm not going to yeah. enjoy the movie no more.
1: Yeah. Well, I will say this, like having like a like somebody like Stephen King, who's like got the worst Twitter account ever. Like, So you hear me? I, as far as far as I, I would rather him not tweet, but I, I let it. I just I just like let it slide. I'm like he's just like an old boomer. Like I I don't really you know he's a white dude from Maine. I don't really think you know it's just like watching my grand so, grandfather tweet. But, shit, you know, but Ron,
2: <laughs> I, I can not ha- But see the thing is, look, I'm not knocking Stephen King's writing. He is a master of what he does, right. but he also writes like an old white dude from yeah. Maine. Yeah. And what I mean by that is the way he tweet nothing but cornball shit all day like a straight goofy i would expect that based on the writing he writes you know the way he <laughs> writes the way he write heroin use or sex right. scene or what like that, what's
1: that book where the fucking uh it's not Stephen king where the dude uh it's like oh white dudes coming to they see like a they pull up in this town where they see black people in the van and then like the one dude like basically sees a black dude and then screams the n-word and runs away (laughs) I don't you know a book I'm talking about I'm not going (laughs) to like what the fuck like what is like yo like what What is that? (laughs) That is the craziest shit. Like, I mean, like, that's the craziest shit. That shit don't ever happen in real life. Like, that's so crazy that, like, I don't even know how to respond to it other than laugh about the shit. It's funny (laughs) as fuck.
2: (laughs) I I hope if he he listening to this shit, he going to put what I'm about to say right now. If he listen to this shit, he go put two and two together. But if you don't like what I'm about to say, you shouldn't have posted it. But one of my favorite, one of my favorite writers, <laughs> one of my favorite too, like a motherfucker, I swear, killed people in real life, right? Like, I swear. By the way he wrote Violence, I just knew that he done did it for real, right? But, man, let me tell you, I seen this boy post something on Facebook. Where he was like made a poached egg today. <laughs> I'm like that's the lamest shit I've ever seen in my life. You out here making poached. It. Egg. I just made a poached egg today, and <laughs> you talking about it. And that's all that happened. It was just made a poached egg today. Period. It was like there was a period at the end of it. It wasn't a thought, man. Don't let your heroes come to the truth of who they are. Yeah, they're, they out here poaching I, eggs.
1: I, I I like I like that like some of the really really older like cats who yeah. like, <clears throat> who just never got like hip to like or never made the transition to like social media. I like that those those the few that just stayed off because it leaves that like mystery and you ain't really. Oh got yeah. It. You know, you, I mean? you know, I know yeah. what you mean.
2: You uh I I never really saw Peter Straw. Right. Or,
1: or Cormac McCarthy, obviously, or perfect
2: example.
1: James Elroy, you know what I'm saying? uh
2: Brian I mean, Evanson does I, interviews and he's on Facebook, but he's not really on other stuff. Shoot, Jaeger's off all that shit.
1: I mean, yeah, but I think I think, I remember Yeager was posting. I remember he used to post. Nah, remember- you're
2: right. He was posting on he Twitter. Post,
1: he used to post wild shit uh, I, I, his, on Twitter. That shit was great.
2: Uh, uh- <laughs> oh, good. And he wasn't poaching no eggs. He good with no, me. No, 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 no. Uh,
1: but no. I do think that if you hit a certain, if you get a certain amount of like success or of an audience, let's just say that, if you get a, a big enough audience, I do feel like at a certain point, it's probably better that you get off. Like, once you yeah. get the audience, probably like, yeah, it'll just get off at a certain point. I mean, unless there's a rare, there are always some people who are still good at it, even though they're old, like, are older. Like, shout out to Duve. Like, I don't want Duve to ever get off of, off of uh, online shit. <laughs> like, ever. No. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, no. so, because he's an older guy, he's around my father's age bracket. And right. Like, his tweets are great. Like, Right. Fucking like I don't like don't ever stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like, no, I like, feel you. But but there's but not everybody's like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, Some people But duvet like, but he be on their clown and shit. He don't like, you know, like he's
2: but see Duvet an example like of somebody who like every time he tweet, it just add confirmation to me for his writing.
1: Right. Like he's either he's either making what? a joke or he's promoting his
2: work, and that's pretty much it. Like, and when he does it, it makes yeah. his work more believable.
1: Right, right. You
2: feel right. me? Like, some people, they just, they, I don't know, you can't be writing no books about no crazy ultra-violent shit and you poaching eggs. You feel <laughs> me? I mean, I don't mean to fixate on it, but, like, that, that's how they ruin They It's mystique. Yeah. They have a mystique to them, and they ruin yeah. it. Well, but, but, yeah, anyway. Anyway, back on to <laughs> When Evil Lurks. Uh- <laughs> when Evil Lurks. Yeah, bro. You, you, the, 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 grabbing shorty face when she was grabbing pieces of his face.
1: Oh, we ain't got there. So we about to get there. So, so, yeah, yeah, like, so the girl run. So the mother, I don't know, like the, the, the possessed mother, I guess, comes back, takes her son. At this point, the woman that they're staying with uh the mirtha i think that's her name i think her name's mirtha right or something like that like or, Mi- mm-hmm. or mitra mitra i think, I
2: that's
1: think Me- it's spelled like when you look at it on the subtitles it's m-i-r-t-h but the way they say it is mitra it's like you know what i'm saying they got to say spanish so so like yeah so mitra is like got both of them on the back the both the brothers and she's basically telling them like you know what i'm saying like this is how we beat these people. Like, are these, right. this is how you beat the possessed person or whatever. Right. Uh, so they come up with this plan. Right. And like, she's basically like, we got to find the rotten, like, like you got to kill the rotten to stop the beast from being born. And she's like, "Once well, the rotten is dead. Then none of this shit, all the shit goes away. But it's like this, this thing we got to stop called the birth process. Like basically, right. Like, it's not physically right. born yet so we got to kill it and it's basically an abortion like we got to abort it like you know what i'm saying like yeah. real, real shit like and and so they're trying to figure out where it is and she's saying like that, that i think i think hime says he, he mentions the town where they dropped where he, they think they lost him right I'm going to go look for him there right and i think because that's when they tell her that they moved the rotten and she's like you moved it like right Knowing that he was possessed, like, you fucking moved it? Like, what are you, you know what I'm saying? Idiots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Like, so at this point, like, they load up on a truck. They leave the grandma there, right, by herself with with Jair, which comes back into play, right? And Mm -hmm. she looks out, and she notices that the town has cut the power off. And she's like, like, basically she's like, they've, like, activated some kind of protocol. She's like, who knows what's going on? But again, more to this bigger world, right? Like, There's other Mm -hmm. shit going on. But that's when she tells him, like, yo, we got to go. Don't use lights. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she's going with Pedro in the truck, and Jaime's going in the car. Like, but they got to drive. They got to turn the lights off and on, which I thought was kind of cool. Because, you know, apparently they don't got to use lights, but they got to see a little bit. So they're, like, flicking the lights on intermediately as they drive. It's dark. And what's interesting is this is the scene that you you keep mentioning here that is so (laughs) fucked up that is one of these scenes so Hame is in the front like you know what I'm saying like he's in the front of the shit he's ahead of them Pedro's with 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 Mitra and like Hame as they're going into town Hame comes across Pedro's ex-wife right Sabrina mm-hmm. she's walking on the side of the road and he sees her right again like He's got his lights off. You know what I'm saying? And he turns them off and then turns them on as he's approaching, right? And he sees that she's carrying. We get to see, because we're, we're looking at her from behind as he's approaching. And we can see she's carrying some the little boy. You can see his feet dangling all out from one side. And as he pulls up on her, we see her pulling chunks <clears throat> of fucking meat, brain matter, and shit, just away from the boy, and as he ro- literally drives past, we see she's got her whole hand in yeah. his fucking skull in his head, like yeah. dead body, and she's just like pulling out. And it is, it is a, fu- it is like, it is a shocking scene. Like it is legitimately like it
2: in the same way, in as, the same
1: way as the dog, in the same yeah. way as the axe. Like,
2: Correct. Like, because you know. it's a different type of violence. It, it, it's different than what we see normally. Like, look, you can watch John Wick mm-hmm. 4, and you can watch 50 people get blasted in the face and chest with dragon breath rounds from a shotgun, right? Mm-hmm. And that is nothing compared to one woman axing herself in the face. Even though when they show that scene, it's shown like, in a way where it's not like directly on the ax on the face and nothing like that. It doesn't matter. You don't need to, just like with the scene you're talking about. Look what you said. You said when he looks, when it, it the hand is going into the face. Yeah, I. Rem- that's what I remember from it. Look at how you, 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 you worded that it, the, the the mom, she's not grabbing nose and ear and she's, in the face she's already got that all off she's right she's just in the
1: head she's just pulling
2: and she's staring straight ahead kind of just walking like a zombie like blah, blah, just ripping the pieces out just so aggressive with it
1: and like he literally reacts he like turns the car back around and runs it right into it runs into a fucking tree right yeah. smashes the car she's hanging through the fucking windshield talking to him like barely alive like you know it's and it's a very like fucking fucked up moment that like again this movie has multiple moments like that they're just like And she's already been
2: hit by a car before
1: Right right so we we're like we don't even know if this is like did anything to really you know like affect her like We don't
2: even know for sure if that is uh real Right or if it's just the, 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 like, I don't know how they made her come back to life, like the daughter. Right.
1: And as that's happening, right. And Pedro's in the truck with, with Mitra. um, She's, we see her, she's got that device. She's got this device in her lap and she's explaining to him her history of being a fucking, you know, cleaner or whatever. And, and, uh, she they they see a sign for it says escuela school right and she's like it's there and he's like how do you know she's like e- i think she says evil likes children and children like evil that's where it is you know what i'm saying i thought that was cool like a little point like children like evil evil likes children
2: like you know all these, to, uh, the all these movie
1: we just talked about yes
2: <laughs> all this new like lore they come up with
1: yeah yeah i thought that was a that was an interesting little little idea of like evil likes children children like evil uh again negative space right like, right that's teenagers young people but
2: <laughs> it's true though because kids they i look at my two-year-old daughter they are I won't say they're evil but they're completely unfiltered and unhinged and unhinged by inhibition, right, and,
1: like, they, and you know your brain doesn't fully develop till they say to around twenty five,
2: right. And, and and I think, but but like with the kids, like an evil, like my daughter, like if she she's a good kid, and I don't want to make it seem like she's bad, but sometimes she'll do some things that if you if you, me or you did to each other in a public place, it would end up so bad, right? You feel? Yeah, like but that's what children children don't
1: have uh, that 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 filter like, filter at all they got to like learn yeah. that by being you know interacting with people and growing and by shit. getting the
2: shit smacked right. out of right learning like
1: oh you can't do this you can't do that you know what right. I right mean? kids will just do some shit
2: like you know, life that's, gotta that's, smack like, you up a couple times yeah. yeah
1: so they go to that school right and this is another moment we need to talk about uh as they go to turn into the school they we go back to i think the story goes back to the house with the grandma and she's sitting in, and she's like sitting on the couch, and she's playing with that necklace. Again, yeah, shows that necklace with the little people on it. And as she's sitting there, thinking to herself, uh, I think she like she like looks over at the door, mm-hmm. and in walks fucking uh, Jair, right? And he's like, looks at her, and he's like, "I'm hungry," and he's speaking perfect now, like nothing's wrong. Like he's got a his is everything's gone he's like i'm perfect i'm hungry can you prepare me something to drink and he's in shadow and as he's walking into the light you can see his eyes and he's like making eye contact right and asking for like tea and shit and you're like yo what the fuck and the grandma can't even believe it we can't believe it because right. this dude is nonverbal right and then all of a sudden he's like he walks by her i think he like puts uh, like a fucking it's like there's like a something like it looks like a fur of some kind like that's on the couch. He like puts it on him and he like put, touches her on the shoulder as he walks past and she's just like frozen and in shock. Like and we're like, yeah, what the fuck? And then then it goes right. back to school and we, we come back to that moment. But <laughs> we're at that point, you're like, oh, shit, because, again, we've already had this explained to us already, which is like it takes a moment for mm-hmm. um, the possessor the demon, the entity to figure out how to take over yeah. his mind. And it finally right. had at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, completely took control. But Pedro is at the school with uh, Mietra. She tells him, yo, no, no lights. So he's, you know, like, they it's completely dark or whatever. So he throws this flashlight and they go in this fucking school and they immediately encounter these evil ass kids. Remember, she said, "Evil kids, like, like, literally pays it right off, like, because these kids are evil, (laughs) like, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, there's a school full of kids, or not even schools, probably like, I don't know, like six of them, eight of them, something like that. Um, these children are not helpful because everything they say is a lie, right? Right. Like, they're asking, (laughs) "Where, where, where is the fucking, you know, where, 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 where's everybody at? The little girl keeps saying all kinds of shit that ain't true." They're looking, for the, they're looking for the rotten. She's like, oh, he's over in some other place. And Mitra's like, no, he's not. Like, she's fucking lying. Right. <laughs> like, he's here. Like, they they go into this, uh, like, auditorium or whatever. Like, and he pulls up the floorboards and he sees, like, the dead adults. Like, I guess the teachers or whoever, they've put him in this floorboard. And M- Mitra's like, he's here. He's there with them. And the girl, the little girls, she starts, no, no, he's over there. And, and that would let you know, like, no, he's there. Like, and she's even right. explaining to him, like, if she's saying right now that he's somewhere else, it's because he's here. So keep digging. So he pulls the bodies away, and there it is. We see he come, he comes across the fucking rotten at the bottom right. of these bodies. They've stashed him away. And she's on the stage building this fucking with this contraption that we keep seeing, because <laughs> she, right. she's explaining to him as she's doing it, like you. This is how you kill him. You got to pull him out, and then we got to. I think she's there's this like, she says he got to be stabbed in the nape, in the nape of his. I think the nape, yeah. of the nape or something, like very specific spot. But apparently, she has to build this thing up first before they do it. But mm. he can't because remember, the rotten. Or Uriel, or however you say his fucking name, <laughs> he's so right. fat. Like Pedro can't pull him up out of there, and he's like, right. "I can't get him out." Like, you know what I'm saying? And the, the kids right. are there, and they're lying to him and shit. <laughs> like, tell them the wrong. And Yo, then, that was know? a
2: weird scene with all the bodies under the floor. Yeah, board. it was. Very I forgot about about
1: that. That's a very weird <laughs> moment. And you're like, why? Wow, you know, it's a very weird way to 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 like set up a a, a scene that like resolves the story in a way because it's like. There's a bunch of dead. Mm. Adults, and then the body's under the, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, it does feel a little bit like, what, what, what were y'all thinking? But, <laughs> but we were working with it. We working with it. Right. So like fucking like he can't pull it out and and like he, and she's like, we run out of time. Like, you just got to get him out of here. Let's do this. And the little girl's like, well, you can, You there's an ax, there's a fire ax in the, in the classroom. And she's telling him like, it's a don't go. Get, do not go. And, then, right. and like why he why Pedro does not listen. I have no fucking idea. Dog. I didn't get it. I'm like, listen to this lady. Like everything she's telling you has been right at this point.
2: Like so that's an example mm-hmm. of why I told you I had mixed feelings about the movie.
1: Yeah, there's definitely moments like that where you're like, why would you do that? Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's you
2: literally had the expert who you've been listening to that whole time, and then you decide not to listen to it at the most important moment when everyone's lying. Right.
1: So he goes like like a dumbass to go look to get that axe, and of course the axe isn't there. He turns around. The little kids have locked him in there. Right. They kill. Oh, girl, they pull her away. He's watching as they're pulling her away. And the little kid, the little girl's beating her in the head over and over again with a hammer. Just brutal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just brutally. He's just watching her get, get
2: brutal. Through.
1: Just hammer time. It was she went hammer time on her. It was a rap. He finally breaks free. But at this point, it don't even matter because, like, he does everything wrong. So he gets out and the fucking rotten decides to pop up out of the fucking stage area like a whack-a-mole. Little head pops up and he's like talking shit, like, hey, Pedro. And of course, what does Pedro do? The things that we've been telling him not to do the whole fucking movie that he knows not to do. He breaks all the rules. He ta- he grabs a piece of that fucking contraption and caves in his head, which I kind of like the way that effect of him caving in his head, caves oh my- in the rotten's head Essentially killing him, the like they told him not to, which actually brings forth the birth of this other demon child. I don't know. I looked at that, I reminded me of like Damien or some shit. Like this funny right. new, this new being is born out of his dead body, a, a, ch- a young child completely covered in blood. This is the thing that she kept telling him, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to stop this, we got to kill it before it's reborn before the rebirth uh well obviously pedro helps actually make that happen um it's a bleak ending too because it's like you just like Barry, you Barry. what you know
2: like the the
1: the the girl the the the, the mirth, mitra's dead pedro makes pretty much does exactly what the rotten wants him to do it's reborn he's like sh- the the rotten just walks by him and like literally like rubs it's hand on his head and leaves like four finger, bloody fingerprints on his head, almost like marking him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and then he's just like, goes home to his brother. They meet at their mother's house or not at Mitra's house where the mother is. And (laughs) of course he gets there. It's morning. Jair's there, but their mother's not there. Eh, Yeah. And Jair is now nonverbal again, but he's got his ice cream. Uh, cause Pedro went and got him his ice cream somewhere in between coming back from, he got it from somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where he got the ice cream dog. I'm assuming like, you know, like he was just depressed. After- Bro, <laughs>
2: I'm not, I'm not one of them people who can't enjoy a John Wick movie cause his guns have so many bullets in them.
0: Yeah,
2: I can, I can do that. I can suspend disbelief and enjoy them movies. But bro, when some shit happened like that with the ice cream, bro, you mean to tell me you found apple ice cream in rural Argentina? I ain't even find apple ice cream in non-rural Baltimore. I don't know where you got the ice cream from. I'm
1: bro, at this, where? At this point, though, I'm gonna be real. Like, I forgive this movie because it, it gave me so many moments. At it this did, point, that I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'll let it go. I'll let it go.
2: I'll forgive it because of the moment that happens after the ice cream.
1: Right. So. He's eating the ice cream yeah. and he starts to choke. And Pedro's like telling him, like, yo, slow down. You know, he's like not even really looking at him, he just hears his son choke. He's like, Yo, slow down, you know, like like parents do, you know. Like, Cause he
2: probably do that a lot. Right, right. But... Like
1: parents do. Like, you just hear, like, yo, oh, chill out, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? And then, like, he looks over and then, like, he sees his son's got the fucking spoon in his mouth. And he's so he goes over, he takes his spoon out, yeah. and then he sees he's still choking. He's like, So he reaches in his mouth starts pulling pulls out some hair and he just keeps pulling more hair out and more hair and then there's blood like there's blood in his bloody hair like what the fuck and then eventually the kid spits out a necklace and it's he looks he looks down at this disgusting pile of ice cream blood vomit hair and the necklace and it's the uh-huh. necklace that his mother was wearing With the little kids.
2: And so. And then. Go ahead. (laughs) No, you do it. You do it. No, you (laughs) go. Oh, man. So we know he's been nonverbal. And we know he hasn't made eye contact except for that very rare, like, sequence. Right? Yeah. And, And correct me if I'm wrong, but the angle shot, it's shot down looking at him. At, like at his, where he was eating ice cream the right. camera shot down as if you're looking down at him but remember he doesn't make eye contact and then I guess when the dad like realizes what it is yes you see his eyes, eyes briefly lock eye contact with the dad which the way it's shot is you yes the, the viewer so he he's it's always just
1: it's like quick too. He's like so quick because like oh. he's looking at his son. He looks, he sees it drop right, and then it. He looks down and then we watch the son. The son's eyes go look over at him real quick and then right back, like almost well, like, say like
2: that. They're like, <laughs> like <laughs> hey, yo. and then he
1: looks again and he realizes with his mind like, oh shit! Like he just ate my mom. <laughs> like
2: like right. like you know what I'm saying? Like. And, and, that, they, and that's another and and you could forgive the movie of its flaws because of endings like that because the mom got eaten like wait what how but <laughs> the
1: the the, the, the boy Maria the broughton's mother the young son tells him basically the same shit happened remember he's like my mom he would he didn't want to say it but he says like she got she ends up being eaten he says and I ate some of her You didn't remember that part? No. What? Like, he admits to, like, because, because, uh, uh, they, because really, it's, like, fucking the next day. You uh, mean the little boy, The one with the gun. Yes. Remember, like, they come up on him, and he's, like, he's laying up, up on top. He hasn't left the barn or wherever he was laying at, and he talks about, like, what actually happened to Maria, and he's, like, literally more or less saying, like, a similar thing happened with her where like, for some reason, I don't know if he got possessed or something but like, alluding to the fact that like he may have ate her too, at least that's what I took from it, like, so when this happened, it was almost like it was a setup they set this up early like, a little bit earlier in the movie, like, you know what I'm saying maybe eating whole people I don't know, but then then of course, the movie just like, Pedro comes out, falls to his knees his James leaning on the truck and Pedro's just fucking completely and then the movie just ends <laughs> then, like it just fucking ends like you know what I'm saying and that, like and I was just like I was like I just kind of gave it a little slow clap a little bit I was like all right all right all right all right
2: you did it you bro I it. yo ha- oh man how do you <laughs> how'd you the writer director whatever how do you tell like the effects people be like nah no, 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 no. You got the bitch. She grabbing noses. I want you to have her grab inside the face. How do you like how do you tell the effects people that? Like,
1: I'm interested man. in like I'm assuming that he works with the same crew, because uh I would be surprised if 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 he had at least it's gotta be, you know, from what I know about him. I mean he's the writer director, but like mm-hmm. I wanna say, I want to say like all the people that he worked with are the same exact people that he worked with on terrifier. You know what I'm saying? From the, producer, so we got the well, visual effects and the special effects. I think it, let me look. Marcos Berta is the special effects person for what evil lurks. And let's see special effects. Oh, he's not on, he's not listed on special effects. He's for, What's this movie, a movie called Finde. I don't know what the fuck that is. He's not, maybe he's not on, uh, that's, he doesn't see Marco's birth is not on the effects or, Mm -hmm. uh, terrified. Huh? Interesting. Interesting. Let me, let me double check that though. Let's see. Terrified 2017. Let's look at the crew, but I want, I, I do want to say this about terrified. I feel like terrified is a lot more visually, like the visual effects are more like, you know, CGI and like, uh, yeah, this is like a lot more practical. Like, absolutely, there's definitely visual effects, but it's, I feel like it's mixed up a little bit more. Uh, uh, wasn't scary, it had like
2: one or two interesting, scary ish scenes, mm -hmm. but this movie, uh, and I don't, yeah, it was very unsettling. Well, I'll say
1: this he has the same production designer, which that, that tracks, uh, for sure. Um, it's the same dude who did Limbo. Oh, wow, that's cool uh limbo's an argentinian found footage movie uh from 2018 that's pretty decent um uh but but uh not there's another movie called limbo too that's i might do i might do an episode on it's that's actually a uh asian flick that's fucking amazing but uh he did terrify her so they got the same production designer but the 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 effects person is not the same it's i got the make it's like a a makeup effects let's see makeup by yamila rapali and costume design by Gabriela Varela and Fionia Velos. Yeah, but the production design is the same. Uh, and the, of course, I think the cinematographer, the cameraman is the same. Um, mm. So most of the same crew, you know, obviously. So, you know what I'm saying? But for the effects, they had to call in this Marcos Barrero guy to do mm. the effects, which they're great effects. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, yeah. Same. The costume design is the same person, though. Uh, or well, one of the same persons that Finio Velos person woman mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's a woman uh that sounds like a female but you know we live in the era of like non-binary which honestly I want to talk to you about that I-, I swear like we came I have you on to talk about e- when evil lurks but because that negative of, space yeah, yeah because of negative space, I gotta bring it up again one more time. Wow of that, yeah. Lou, Lou, that Lou Luke that Lou character. Uh, I just thought that was very interesting the way he approached that uh, because it's never explicitly said
2: Bro I am I am when it comes to media, literature and movies I am very not gullible but green, however you want to call it and what I mean is like I my understanding is that there were a lot of people who read or saw Fight Club and saw the twist coming. Bruh, that shit blew my mind. I had no idea that... Okay, all right. I I hear people say that. I had no idea. And for me, like, twists and things just be blowing my mind.
1: Speaking of which, which, those Fight Club, not to cut you off, not to cut you off, David, but you notice Tyler, Tyler Durden. Yeah. Put that in there.
2: There's a bunch of stuff he has in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Because you can look at that story and be like, wait a minute. Is this all, did this all happen, or is this?
2: OK, so P- P- I was looking at like what people was talking about that book on Goodreads, too. And people were saying that, like, is all of this in Lou's head? People thought that it could have been Lou, that Lou, it's all in Lou's head. And Lou, she's talking from her deathbed like in that future.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that.
2: But I would, so I said all that to say that I'm easily impressed by twists and things in, in a good way. Like I just enjoy them. I find them enjoyable. And at first, because small presses, right, and negative space came out through Apocalypse Party, and Apocalypse Party is incredible. So this is nothing to say to them. But you know, I thought it was a spelling mistake.
1: Yeah, a lot of people. I, I, can't, I even asked you when I was reading. I was like a hundred pages in. I was like, I was like, is 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 this character trans, bro? Like you know what I mean? Like I, was like, I didn't. See, you
2: you caught you picked. See, you picked that up. For me, my first thought was, is this a spelling error, right? Yeah. Because I thought
1: that it might be, too,
2: though, initially. Yeah. Because that can happen in, in huge presses, right?
1: Right, right, right
2: So right. why wouldn't it happen in a press that is smaller? I mean, they're great, but it's it, it, it's tough, you know what yeah. I mean? To catch right. everything. So when I start reading it, and I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second, yo. Pay attention to who's calling her what? Her, her very over-religious parents, right? Call her L O U.
1: Lou, right. And then L-U. her
2: one female friend mm-hmm. calls her Lou, L U. And did you peep the fact that she wasn't in love with, um, it was Jill, right? Wasn't in love with Jill. She wanted to be Jill, yeah, right. And, and my understanding is that's what it can be like a lot of times for, you know, like somebody growing up in when this book takes place in the 90s and shit like that. No,
1: it doesn't. It doesn't take place in the 90s. When does it take place? It takes place. It takes place. In I the thought it was late 90s. No, no, no. Like, look at the dates. What? Look at the dates on the forums. 2018. They got also. Really? Also, they got cell phones. Also, they got, they even mentioned, they I thought even, it was like. I thought it was like 2005, not, No, 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 So, 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 and that's the thing about- well, you it,
2: right, because they listen to Post Malone.
1: They listen to Post Malone, and, and there's even a Dirty Sprite quote in there. He's like, I remember, like, yeah. Jagger's got this, said uh, the, the so music why? says, I, I choose the dirty over you. Remember that? That's, a, yeah, that's yeah. A from the
2: future song. Like, I choose the dirty over why you. Why is, yeah. um, <clears throat> so I guess it's just that maybe it's, I don't know, I don't know. The it feels like, field.
1: it feels like it exists in a time Right. But it's literally contemporary. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Like,
2: but he did a good job like, with that, right? Yeah.
1: Because it is one of those where, where it's like, when you look at the dates and everything, it's like, oh, yeah, this is temporary. Like, even like fucking, like one of them mentions like the disc, like on Discord, they're like, I'm going to go, I'm gonna, uh, selling the dope on the Discord. Like when they're selling, when, when Amir and him are selling dope. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and shit, he's like, I got, he got, he, he, he mentions that offhand. Like people hit him on the Discord to get shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and also, like, nope. the fucking, the camera, they, they're, they're filming, they're using the camera phone to, like, live stream shit, like, at the houses and shit, and at that house or whatever. Don't you,
2: know? you think, um, God, you know what, you know what, I, I think the reason I just, some reason thought, like, associated it with that time was because that book just remind me a lot about, like, growing up.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, you know uh, you 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 ever uh you, you know Larry Clark right?
2: Nah, who's Larry Clark?
1: Larry Clark directed Kids. Uh, oh, he directed I know Kids. Kids bully. Um, like the I, I described described to me to me the if I was trying to explain what what negative space was to somebody in the shortest term I'd be like it's like Larry Clark's Stranger Things. It's like if Stranger Things was directed by Larry Clark, who's a sick ass motherfucker, like yes. obsessed with like he's, he's his big thing is like he came he he came onto the scene with a photography book uh called what the fuck was it called called is it called um was it called Tulsa I think it's called Tulsa I used to have the book I don't have it no more have you ever heard of this book
2: No, yeah, I think it's no. called
1: I, I'm gonna say it's Larry Clark's Tulsa. Let me let me make sure I make it. It's like Tulsa, Oklahoma or something like that. Larry Clark photo book. Uh, Larry Clark photo book. Tulsa. Yeah, it's called Tulsa. So it's these black and white photos of all these kids in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But like they're strung out and shit. Like he's got them like with needles in their arms and flop houses and shit. Like these are people like he knew and people he grew up around. But they're like young people. Like most of the time they're like Almost naked, if not naked, strung the fuck out like he burst onto the scene because he had this eye and he was taking these gritty photos that like were like really like fucking it, they shocked people. And like when he started making movies, his approach is very similar. And a, a critique of that, a big one of his bit, the biggest criticisms about Larry, Larry Clark has always been like uh, he likes he likes to over sexualize young people like all of his movies. Like all of his movies, they're like, "Yo, why is this motherfucking person just naked?" Like when you watch Bully, there's like scenes of like the actors just naked for no reason, like, like all the time. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so that's what I mean. Why when when this feels like a Larry Clark version of Stranger Things? Like you know in Stranger Things, like this whole idea of the upside down and negative space, but like it's got the no, it's like sure. it's got all the sexuality of like a Larry Clark fucking. Movie, or you know what?
2: I would have said, I I like, I like what I like your back copy of Copy of of Stranger Things and Kids. Mm. This is Kids Meets Stranger Stranger Things. Yeah, I would have, I agree with that. I would have went with that, or I would have went with, and hear me out on this Euphoria Meets Hellraiser.
1: Yeah. I can see that too. That's a good you one. You feel yeah. me? Something because with, uh, of book. But, but yeah, you that's a spot on. That's a good comp. But another one is uh my uh uh Drew Boldick who's on he's been on the podcast before. He's a director and shit. He described it. He was like it's like a uh it's like gummo. It's like an occult gummo.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like gummo yeah, with it, the occult. It is, and man? the yeah. kids are similarly mm-hmm. trashy. You know it's so crazy too. Mm-hmm. Something like really interesting about that book, man. He do well. And as somebody who writes about their own town, you know what I'm saying? He does a good job about Massachusetts because like the, in in his book, he describes the wealthy kids who appropriate redneck culture, okay? Right. With the pickup trucks and the country talk, even though they're in the far Northeast. Mm. And, and, and I just thought that was such a, a beautiful uh, thing to, to put in the book only because where I'm from, uh, what you would typically see is people from the rich part of the county uh, acting like they're from the inner city of of Baltimore. You feel me? Right. Nobody in Baltimore would act like a redneck to to look tougher, you know? Right. That's not a thing. But but they might act like, you know, somebody from the hood in the city who not and they're not really from there. So so what I mean is like the book had things in there where I was like, what people appropriate redneck culture to go hard? I ain't never heard that in my life. So like it showed me things that I ain't really know about. And then but it also has similarities because the world I, I mean, I went through the bath salt in the in the. Uh, the packets at the gas station days. Yeah. You remember the bonsai plant food and all that? Yeah. The fucking research chemicals. So I don't know. He did a good job, bro. He did a good job.
1: Yeah. I, I you liked it? it. I, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I actually, I actually, uh, I dug it. I do have, I do have, I just, I felt like it's cool. It's one of those books that you can like talk about and like theorize afterwards. Like what's this? Yeah, I mean. I will say this though. There are moments in the book where I'm like, how are they not putting this together that that Tyler is doing shit? Like they're not reacting the way I would react. Or not like, like like Tyler is like, oh, he's got a kid's name that's gonna die in a date already written, and th- then he dies on that date. Or he's continuously doing the ritual and then people are dying.
2: It's I like think, I think it's, that's intentional, Brian. It's it's but it's like I think is that that is like when you have so I I've, I've done a deep dive on on Jaeger. Praise be upon him, you know. I've been a done a deep dive <laughs> on Jaeger, right? And uh, he he had said that a close friend of his committed suicide, mm-hmm. and that was the catalyst for this book, right? And how that suicide of a friend in a friend group can affect everybody.
1: Everyone else, yeah.
2: And and, and that's Tyler, right? Essentially how a a person's actions can, can, you know, affect the whole group in in some ways. So something I thought that like was like, oh, just like really interesting reading it is like, the reason they don't, they know Tyler, they choose not to notice that he's causing all that. In yeah. the same way, bro, as when you, were, well, I don't, maybe not you, but me, when I was that age, you know, you had a friend or a family member who was sniffing a little bit too much, you know what I mean? And every time you left them around, shit, some of your shit would go missing and it would never be so much stuff, you know, but it'd be a little bit. And everybody know they're junkie, but ain't nobody saying anything about it. Right. You just choose to ignore it. That was just like the suicides in the town every, but bro, how about the mother letting him move in and then giving up on life?
1: Well, that's because I felt like part of that was because of Tyler's influence, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah! Like, him, bro, him, like, him, like, basically, you know, like, because, and again, there's so much to break down about that thing, like, like, like when, they, when they're reading from the books, right, when they're reading from the books and and one of the theories talks about like looking at, uh, like I think they describe it as like a triangle, and yeah. like, you got the mind on one side, at the one, right. point, you got the body, and then you got the it's soul, fair. and then yeah. once you, at a certain point, if you if you're able to sort of like transcend and touch this other realm, it can switch, and yeah. like then like at the top. You're no longer. It's no longer the the body is there. It's it's moved, but the like the brain is up here. So you're like Tyler's no longer. He's not of this world anymore, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's weird. So it's like he's walking. He's seen some shit because that other kid that comes back from the dead that becomes Lou's boyfriend. That part was
2: crazy. Right or whatever the dude's name
1: was. Right, where it's like he's like he know he's he came back from the other side. He knows he's like yo like he's he's seen what I've seen. Like once you'd see that there's a, there's a potential that you could get trapped or be right. of, of two, or kind of of nowhere. Like, like all of that shit is like really thought out and like really interesting like when you think about it, like it's really interesting and like having just finished it, like a lot of that shit is like still in my brain
2: bro, I'm still mourning that book. Like when I, when I read a book that I love very much and it's also like what you said, where you can keep unpacking it and talking about it. Cause I get the idea that even Jaeger doesn't really understand his own lore. Like, and that, yeah. and that's what makes it crazy is that it, it's so unexplained. I'm still mourning this book. Like I'm not ready to start another book cause I'm still thinking about this book. And Like, first of all, um, well, back to what I said about with with him doing that to the mom, bro, ain't nothing more, dog, ain't nothing more terrifying to me than I die and my daughter's boyfriend move in and fucking turn my mom, my wife out and my daughter, bro, he move in that house and he make the mom like do it. Oh my God. That part crazy. Um, And then how about the fact that like the characters are always saying like really hopeless things that aren't really explained. Like a chapter will end with the dead kid looking around his room like, I can't find it. I can't find it. I have nothing now. And then it goes to the next chapter and it's like, I'm still here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they yeah. it's the most it's the bleakest I think it's the bleakest book I've ever read. It's pretty and
1: nihilistic. It is. It's pretty nihilistic. And it's like one of those things where you can't escape. Like they can't escape this town. Um even when they think they have it calls them back.
2: So So, the town is going through a suicide epidemic. Mm -hmm. It's also going through an apathy epidemic where nobody really cares, kind of like the adults in the Stephen King book, It. Mm -hmm. They don't really care, or they're kind of ignoring it. That's what I get. Okay,
1: hold hold, hold, on, let me cut you off, David, for for folks who don't know. This is the negative space part of the episode. <laughs> Go
2: ahead. No, because you brought it up now. I gotta ask. I know, you. No, 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 it's all good. Because we got I, this is a negative space. I, you, I know you know how it feels because we ain't had a chance to talk about it after we yeah, read it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yo, look right. So, so, um, so with that joint, like, and then as all this is happening in the town, the suicides, mm-hmm. you got Tyler. Who discovers how he can contact this other place or or dimension in an evil way, which is the opposite of that girl Jill meets later in college, who can contact it in a like white magic sort of way?
1: Right, right.
2: Is that is that? Well, there's a lot to there's a lot
1: about that. For one, right. What about when What about when Amir find, finally reads those notebooks? after Tyler's death. And it's his father's notebooks. And his father got all these experiments that he's doing, but he's doing the ritual without the world. He's taking like acid and he's doing offerings and shit. He's trying to like get to the other side. And you remember those suicides predate them. This is goes back. This town has been plagued with this shit. You know what I'm saying? And then also like once this world comes comes into like play and people find out, oh, like this drug makes it easier.
2: Well, what are things. they reaching? What uh, are they so? Yes, what was Werner Birmingham and what was Tyler's dad? What were they all trying to reach?
1: I'm still trying to understand that, dog. I'm still trying to unpack, like, exactly like that's one. fine.
2: That's fine. I don't think Jaeger knows either, which is fine.
1: I don't even, I don't know either. Like, and even even when the story starts and you meet uh Jill first and see how she meets Tyler, uh, they meet in rehab, to rehab, and you're like. Rehab for what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that it's that important, but like on some real shit, it's like, what was Jill in rehab for?
2: Wow, that's a good point.
1: I don't know. I mean, she takes Adivan a lot. We know that.
2: You know, you know what? I think she was probably in rehab for anxiety because she mm-hmm. gets her Ativan prescription that's in right. rehab.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. And
2: and then, he was you know, in there for cutting things.
1: Right. Cutting and shit. Yeah. And and then it's just there's just a lot of do you of-
2: think he found his dad's papers and and started doing experiments on himself?
1: I don't I don't know if that's the impetus or not, because even then remember he says his dad he finds a drawing of the hand. Yeah, that dad made that Tyler is basically Tyler's hand, and then he starts to think it's a movie. I mean the movie, I said it feels like a movie. Fucking uh, yeah. this yeah, novel, novel plays with time too. Yeah. yeah, cause Jew, Jew, or Jew, I say Jew, fucking uh, yeah. Lou, Lou, Lou is fucking like she's speaking when when we get her actual from her POV. Certain points, she's talking like, "Yo, this happened years ago." Like certain points of view, she's so far far, in the future, she's way far, like super that we
2: have new technology. Yeah, yeah. it's so interesting because, at a new out of nowhere, there's science fiction in the book because Lou is in a room where there are no longer nurses or doctors and they're operated by robots. Is that what you got from that? That it was like robot nurses,
1: something like to that effect. Like, she was so far in the future talking about. This point, she's yeah. like decades past this, like you know right. what I'm saying? And she's like speaking about like 2018 and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah,
2: it, but it, the technology was mm-hmm. way advanced, and and if you remember, she's in that alabaster room very early on, too. Yeah, so she, yeah, her perspective also, bro. What happens to Jill? Does Jill's body just fall
1: apart? I don't know because we know that she gets into that car wreck with Maddie. Right,
2: right. But then she keeps walking away from the wreck what and pieces. Pe- well, is is she dead
1: at that point? Oh, oh, oh! oh it's the same thing with Amir. mirror. Oh, right. It's like the turtles start falling down and shit. Like,
2: oh, did he die already?
1: Is he already dead? Him and oh, boy, like what was with the goose dude, Marlin?
2: Like what? Huh? The dude made out of geese.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He saw he saw the dude made out of geese killing Marlin or whatever. And yeah. Happened. I don't, like, again, like, is he already dead? Like, are they already dead? Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still trying to piece that together. Like, how they died. Like, are they, are we? So that,
2: that's know? how you, that's how you write a good book. And, and, and I think the thing is, it, it's like.
1: You no, know part trip me out. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, no. Nah. me out is when the cop finds uh, uh, Lou. I know. I know.
2: I know what you're about to say. The line.
1: And, she, and she's like, he's like, he had me do some stuff or I'll kill your whole
2: family. Or I'll
1: kill your whole family. Bro, what? And then she doesn't even say, she didn't go into no details. She just says, he had me do something. Ever again.
2: Yeah, it was wild. He said, bro, yo, that's <laughs> what I'm telling you. <laughs> that is- That was one of the Jaeger. darkest
1: moments in the book, low key. Like, for bro, real. Because it was so, yo, it was so it. matter of fact, too. Like, like he, it was just like, yeah, just that's this happened. You know what I mean? And Kevin Bro, was, the way
2: that the reason, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the reason it hit you that hard is because the way Lou says it lets you know that that happens to Lou a lot. Mm. Yeah. That Lou gets taken because Lou, as Lou being a transgender in the Also closet, on the spectrum. Yeah. And on this definitely neurodivergent for sure. Yeah. Because Lou be talking about knives whenever like people mm. are upset. She calls them knives. Knife. Or when she yeah. said,
1: or when she when she said people get sad like uh they get wet. Yeah, I'm yeah. all wet. Or, I'm all wet.
2: They get wet. Or her colors. Yeah, she, I went blue in the stomach. Yeah, yeah, completely. Oh no, I mean, also, doesn't Lou do some OCD things as well? Yeah, no, Lou has a lot of mental health issues and gender dysphoria issues and a bunch of different things, and um is also the most the realest person in the book.
1: Right. She's definitely the most likable because
2: God, do you remember yo, that line when she's like the police officer patted me up and down, called my parents, said and then he made me do some things and told me that if I ever told, he told anyone I kill I told all my family. family.
1: Yeah. Yo, yeah. what the That fuck? was a crazy that was a crazy like just offhand part. I was like, yo, that's dark it was.
2: There's there's one other bar in the book that um that is not that extreme, but it's like that. Um but Jaeger does that. You know who's another author that do that? Uh Stephen Graham Jones.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yes, yes.
2: Stephen sure. Graham Jones will throw in a line right there that, that'll be like, what the fuck did you just say? Like <laughs> you you just you just said like after like after I stab what in the face? What did you just say? And you just like right in the middle of the joint. So it's like that. But yeah, yeah. God, I, I I love that you picked up that that bar right there because it has nothing to do with the whole narrative, but it's the darkest narrative. And they never My,
1: go back to that cop ever again. Either. At
2: all. You and don't need t-
1: t- to. And he takes he takes a girl's hair from her, too, because she has he has some of Jill, Jill's hair that she found and puts, it in, puts it in his pocket. And Jill, when she first met, talks about it, she says that, like, she knew him from the past. And he trying was trying to kiss Yeah, he was trying to, like, push up on her and shit yeah which is another thing like that was like yo wow like that's fucking r r r r uh what's dude crazy bob yeah that shit with with the other girl her friend kennedy or whatever her name was
2: okay Uh, what another thing he do really well do you remember the scene with shorty where the dude's like he's he's yelling and he's like tell her to give it back tell her to give it back Mm -hmm. she's got my rock yeah, and then he throws he it up, throws it yeah. the crack. But, like, when they describe, I think his name was Chucky, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. When
2: they describe him showing up, they said he had his hand in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had the joint in his pocket. You feel me? Like, that's so much more gangster than saying he had the joint on him. Or feel- Crazy Bob, when he comes into
1: the house and he, and he just offhand is like, Yeah, he's got the razor blade hanging out of the side of his mouth. And He's like, yeah, you have to leave. Like, yeah, go ahead. Like, like, like what the fuck? Like, awesome. Like, yeah. even more. Like, oh, he was like, yeah, he, he don't give a fuck. Like, he can low key kill y'all right now. But he's like, y'all. y'all yeah, leave.
2: that's the that's <laughs> in, in, in similar to when evil lurks, and that's cool that we tied the movies to get the movie and the books together. But similar to when evil lurks, it, it does it surprises you because you. I don't know about you, but I sure expected. Him to, there to be a conflict at the house. I didn't think they was gonna let the girls leave. You feel me? But yeah. he just lets them leave.
1: And even she says that. She's like, I think I'm like. We're, she's mad at her friend. She's like, I'm about to get killed. Right. <laughs> and then like it doesn't act, ultimately happen.
2: Bro, ultimately, didn't you? Bro, didn't you? I don't know how you grew grew up, but didn't you know at least a few of them people in that book? Like the two. Yeah, bitches, for sure. And-
1: I grew up with a whole lot of people in that book. I feel like I know. So many people, like you know what I mean, like you come across those types of people, like all the Uh, the teenagers, the people they interact with, like there's composites. Yo,
2: the Tylers were the worst, bro. Back when, but if you used to hustle back in the day, they be the ones who hop in your car and your whole car smell like gyro meat when they get out of it because they don't never shower. They don't never
1: shower, so they always say that he he always smells armpits and shit. Like
2: always, and it's real, and and then the girls too the pretty girl Cindy and Kennedy and how they their lives end up falling apart and they get all strung out and shit fucking with those dudes. Well, Very Tyler, accurate. The
1: thing about Tyler is is that like he's one of those people who like every he ingratiates himself with everybody and like yeah. you like why do people fuck with fuck with you? Yo, they- but
2: like everybody does. Like, you know what I'm Bro. saying? Like, <laughs> like Ugh. How they kept describing him as stinky, dirty, gross, blackheads, sweaty, unclean, yet everybody wanted to fuck him and be friends with him. Yeah, Bro, I got a homeboy, all right, who is so fucking gross that if he crash at your house and he sleeps, on the satin pillows or the any pillows, throw that shit away. <laughs> yeah, his locks, his locks, he never wash them, so they leave a stain on the pillow, right? Yo, he wear the same OG ones, right? Red and whites, the heritage. He wear the same pair, bro. He is so dusty, and you wanna know something? He has pretty much fucked on every female in the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody wanna be his friend. Everybody wants to drive around. There are just some people who have that magnetic personality. And and I've never seen anybody write that in the book. Yeah. Like a dirty magnetic person. I've only seen the magnetic, but never like filthy and magnetic.
1: Yeah. I do think that that's a, a real person that everyone sort of kind of grew up knowing that one Yeah, for whatever reason, like it made no sense, but we all fucked with this person. Like, like, that either there was that was he was like that was your friend or, right or or are you he was able to like ingratiate himself with pretty much everybody everybody fucked with him on some level like you know what i'm saying like he had like you said ran through all the all the women that was around yeah was friends with everybody like to with everyone.
2: Degree. like you know what i'm saying like even and he owes he owes everybody money too
1: yeah yeah but nobody cares yeah so, so there's certain people that
2: you know, they, uh, I, I I tell you ask you one more line uh before we, we we end it on the negative space but I ask you one more um do you remember the fuck I'm trying to remember exactly what it was there there's a line where she says that um they ba- ba- it's with a mirror Right. Mm-hmm. And he has his little sister, Tasha, right? And Oh she-
1: oh or is it is it when she is it is it when he's no it's not. It's when never mind, never mind. Because he's Amir's with him. I'm thinking about the moment where he, Tasha comes with the two dudes that he's he's gonna sell drugs to. <sighs> Remember that that's moment? <laughs> he, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't
2: what I was thinking. Okay, of. But yeah. but you said mirror, so, so I
1: knew. Him. I was like, you said a mirror he was a Marlon. That's a
2: sad scene because that shows you what's going on to his sister's generation, and it's get, and she's about to get turned out by the dudes.
1: Right. But and he is, he's he's like he doesn't want to. He doesn't end up not selling them because they, they they were like trying to get like I forget what was it what was it Oxy
2: Oxy yeah
1: yeah and he was like I don't got that I just got green. You know yeah, what I'm and so like, even the one he had I was it, he was about,
2: like yeah yeah the one I was thinking about is when they're younger and he has to go out with her trick or treating or whatever or to Halloween yeah. and she says something to him like oh I won't tell mom don't worry or something like that. And in response, he shows her a video of somebody committing suicide yeah, in front yeah, of Yeah, yeah. It's just like fuck you. Or her face changes.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah That's a, that was rendered pretty, pretty. Uh, that that brother sister relationship was rendered pretty accurate. Even when she's accurate like him The moment, like the moment, like there's moments where she like tells on him immediately. She's like, yeah, yeah,
2: mom. He- <laughs> that's that's an accurate brother sister relationship, and then the fact that they're both gonna die and waste away because of staying in the town.
1: Right, and do you think? I I wonder what i I got the sense that like Amir and his sister Tasha and them. I didn't I couldn't quite place if they were like black or they're black.
2: I was also they're, thinking they're...
1: I was thinking they're black. I was you know, I was thinking you know obviously the reason
2: you can't figure it out for sure is because fucking yanger is the truth he ain't no virtue signaling dude he just write characters right but the reason you know amir and tasha are black not just because of their names right the reason you know is because one he has a different view of the police than everybody else in the book the mm-hmm. police treat him differently. Marlon
1: too, which I necessarily Marlin know. Marlon too. Plus his name is Marlon. Probably- plus
2: his name is Marlon. Right. Yeah, yeah. In addition to that, Amir kind of behaves like the black kid who hang in a group of predominantly white kids and has to deal with that fuck shit. And also, he's right. Yeah. And, and he's down low. Right? Can you? So it's not like he can. Necessarily, out. I feel out, like
1: cause... Tyler is, is not. I feel like Tyler's just like that motherfucker. That's just like I'm, like I fuck everybody. Like I don't, yeah. give, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like yeah. Tyler is just like, this is who I am, and like, yeah. and like Amir is like trying to like keep that shit like between them. Yeah, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, absolutely, I, absolutely. I'm sure, even though I'm sure old girl don't know, you know, Jill. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. That was another weird aspect to the to the to the to story, the layer of this love triangle that's not like um your traditional love triangle. You know what I'm saying? See,
2: the thing it's is, traditional, I've...
1: probably it's traditional in a modern context, maybe. Maybe now. Maybe there's a lot more right. like that. But like see,
2: I'm not I had there was nothing like that growing I up.
1: Where... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but I look at it like, oh, these are like Gen Z kids. So like, this is probably right. a lot more common. It's probably common when we was coming up too, just it was kept on the run for real.
2: Right. Like, we didn't like, know
1: where motherfuckers was not saying that shit at all, like to this day type shit. Yeah. Like, but, 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 yeah, I thought that was a, that was an interesting approach. But like, knowing, knowing Jaeger, I mean, like, he's into that kind of stuff. So,
2: what last thing? What are the black strings?
1: I, I associated them with like, uh, uh, like, even, war, you know, like, somebody said, like, they looked up the word whorl, and, like, it's another... Fingerprint. Word. Fingerprint, but war. but it's also, uh like, the f- muscle fibers. Oh. You know? And, like, the strings that connect muscle fibers, and, like...
2: So that's... I think the strings are, are ghosts.
1: I also think the strings are, like, uh, what's that... Uh, I don't know if you know... I always forget the name of this. Somebody described it's something like there's this intangible field that connects everyone like that we can't perceive it but it's there and I can't remember the actual name for it that's what I think of with the strings we're like someone and I forget how they articulated it but like more or less like they think like there's this field that we're all connected to all plugged into like and there's a reason why the moment that someone across the world does something for the first time, they, they 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 say, like, oh, like, let's just say, for example, no one has ever done some physical feat. Like, we've seen Guinness Book of World Records people the first time someone did some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, where they're like, oh, this person, no one was able to do this before. And then somebody does some crazy shit like hits a fucking, you know, Tony Hawk does a damn that fucking spill the wheel shit. And then across the world, someone else is able to do it now. It's because we're all connected by this field that's not tangible, like physically. And I looked at the strings as that. Like the strings are like these we can't perceive them, but they're there. They're how everyone is connected. And like they're coming, and when you can when you take the world, you can see them. You know what I'm saying? They're coming out of all of us. Like they're all like they're coming from every every angle. They're reaching out from people, touching people, connecting people all the way across. You know, everywhere. Like it's. I, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was thinking like, like you know, what else? You know, because every you would see it immediately. You see it in everybody. Even people that are in our world, when somebody is, they look at you and they see the, the strings coming out. Like you know, what I'm saying, right. like, as if maybe that's maybe that is also how uh our senses work. You know, what I'm yeah. saying, like we can't see yeah. it, but like when we're hearing, maybe there is strings maybe when we see it maybe there is string When we you know like maybe there's this shit we can't see it's not perceivable cuz it's in a, like you know fifth dimension or some shit i don't fucking know but i yeah. fuck with that but yeah, yeah that's a that's a great point to end the episode uh this this been a great uh when evil lurks negative space <laughs> this right, is a right. negative space evil uh when evil lurks uh episode of of uh, mutual aberration society uh It was like always, man. It was great. It was great. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for having
2: me, man. Good talking to you, man.
1: You too, bro. Uh, I'm uh, going to hit you later about this. I'm still thinking about this shit. So if I think it's (laughs) so... Me too. (laughs) Let me
2: know anything you think about that negative space. All right, right,
1: bro. All right, man. Have a good one. Be safe, brother. All right. Bruiser
2: Brigade. I
0: just want to talk about shit. The, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do us. The dope game stupid, but the boy still do it. the dope game's stupid, but the boy still do us. The, d- the, the, the fiends up the block, and all the rules still the 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 should go. Because the, the dope game's stupid, but the boy still do us The dope game stupid, do. pues no! tha- stupid, but the boys still do it. The dope game stupid, but the boy still do us. The fiends up the block, and not the rules still should go. the riots is over, but the still lose. We be ballin', real speed. We can't miss like we hoopin' Bitch, I'm number one, but this a two cause I'm poopin'. Back on my dick like we spoonin' Four uh, fifth 5th line, and leave, you clip a that's And you, you watch your man wipe that bitch like a groomin'. and you knew then <laughs> Nigga, everybody hit her, but when I hit her I bought her sons to contenders and a fidget spinner uh, She said, woof, you're baggin' off Them bands came in hand just like Jag, and all. Listen, she's in limbo I'm in the back of a limo with her kinfolk She a freak, she let me be instrumental, instrumental. <laughs> You got in window and that's none that's Well, hard. maybe you fools will get that line in about a month <laughs> But back to these lanes, giving up the connect on the YOLA. Be on Instagram, talking about they club name Mendoza. Stupid, when you get indicted by the feds, <laughs> those stories get made up like babes. Like oh yeah. The game starts where it ends. So if you get taught, don't you talk. like an imaginary every the, the, the dope game's stupid, but the boys still do The dope game's stupid, but the boys still do voice. The dope game's stupid, but the boys still do voice. The, 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 the fiends up the block and all the rules still shoot The dope game's stupid, but the boys still do The dope game's stupid. Boys the boys the, the, the big, but the boys still do the dope game's stupid, But the boys still do The fiends are blocking off the, the goose Still the shoot the dope Just do Oh Push-holes Like 10-speed 10-speed White-holes Like Swiss cheese Swiss cheese With the laws looking From the outside Who's in the kitchen The wife isn't Like peroxide King won't let me go. Let Detroit me. streets is hot. You could cook coke in a cold, I told my bitch step by step if you're gonna whip it, whip it kind of clockwise like a Michigan left. Like yes, life. ain't no F's something. No it's a bird on the table, but it ain't Thanksgiving. It ain't Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, so much work. I need, a I need a cubicle. I make plays with rap. That's a musical. That's a music. Yeah, a real one. And you know this. You know Your friends is on Instagram, and mine is on Otis. I, know this. I ain't trying to boast but the room came with white right squares like hotel soap the, the, the dope game stupid but the boy still do. it. the dope game stupid but the boy still the voice the dope game stupid but the boy still do. voice the, the, do. the, the do. fiends of the block, and all the ghost, ghost still stupid the, shoot. Do. the, the game do. dope the game do. stupid but the boy still the do. Still the dope game's stupid but the boy still do. voice the dope game stupid but the boy still do. the feet of the block, and off the ghost still stupid the dope game stupid